to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, the weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Did I scare you again, Sarge? Dude, it, <laughs> dude, you're, you're topping out on the mic. Just relax. Just, you, you can just control, relax, dude. You can control my volume from your I, side. I got you on mid, bro. Right, right on click mid. on the picture in Discord. I got you and, on mid. I got you on mid. <laughs> yeah. I got you I, on mid. You are not at max. You are not I, at max. I, 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 I scared him. I scared him when I... What's going on, chat? Welcome back to Generation X Game. The weekly podcast goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. This is the last episode of Season 9 of Generation X Gaming, Episode 376. Uh, next time you'll see us, our pretty faces, is January 4th for the first episode of Season 10, Episode 377. So, uh, we got the, the last show of 2023, Sarge. What have you been I mean, playing? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We're not there yet. Well, Wait, what? <laughs> so, what? Uh, what's the best game you played this year? What's the best game you played in 2023? The best game I've played... This year, hmm, the good one. Hmm, played a lot this year. He didn't play mm. Boulder's Gate three yet, Dave. He hasn't played no. Boulder's Gate three. It would it would probably be that one if I did play it. It would um, be that if if you did play it, but you didn't. So, yeah, but, I did, but I didn't play it. Um, mm. it might be Starfield. It might be Starfield water. Everyone would lose their freaking mind. On the internet, they'd be like, "What did he just say? The we're, game that's we're, done." We're, we're talking about that. Oh, I don't we, know. Are, we are. We are going to talk about that. Um, I, I, I know someone's going to yell at me for this, but as far as fun factor goes, the two games for me that I enjoyed the most this year was Starfield and Diablo Four. But then Diablo Four just got boring to me. Otherwise, than that, they, that's, I had fun. I, both those games, I had. You, great you had fun in Diablo Four, and until I got bored. I thought you were going to pick Ver, uh, Vermin, not Vermintide. Sure. Um. Uh, it's good. What, what's the other one? Warhammer. Uh, yeah. No? What was the, the one you just played? Which, which Warhammer? The, the 40K. You're talking about Dune Spice Wars? You're talking no, about... War, 40K. Warhammer 40K. The one that oh, just... That, that's just... That's just the... No. What are you for? You're talking about the... Um, Jesus Christ. The, you're talking about the multiplayer one. The four-player one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it was all right, but it's not, not better than... That's not better than Starfield and Diablo 4. It's just a fun multiplayer I, I, I thought that would be better than Diablo 4. I don't know. I didn't... I mean, we you didn't play the play. shit out of it. I don't know. Yeah, I I have almost all four characters leveled up. I'm waiting for someone to play with. No, no, no one talks about it. Guess it's a washed up game. She's gone. What did I, what did I tell you about it? Right? Remember what I tell you? I said if I don't play it now, it's gonna fall off and no one's gonna play it. What did I tell you? Dark tide. Thank you, you Krebsy. That's why Krebsy's here. What, what did I tell you? It's exactly what happened. It's exactly what happened. Right? I, People play I, it and they play it anymore. I my I, it's a toss up right now. Right? It's a toss up. Or it's like that video we watched the other day on stream. It's a three-way tie. No. 
<laughs> it's a three-way tie for best. <laughs> oh, don't, don't know what the piss out of me, bro. Yeah, it's like a tie just, for nineteenth and sixteen. It's like what? Fucking pick, just fucking. Pick. Uh, my two games this year that that I really liked, right? Even though I played Diablo Four for one hundred sixty-eight hours, even though I played Starfield for one hundred sixty-seven hours, not about the amount of time I put into the game. The two games I liked the most this year were Hogwarts Legacy and Jedi Survivor. Okay, I really like them. But the surprising game this year, it was Hi-Fi Rush until RoboCop came out. I enjoyed RoboCop. RoboCop was my surprise game. But you're connected to it. Of course. Right? I mean, yeah. Nobody else, nobody else gives a crap about that game, bro. But it, it, it connects to you because you know what it is. L, I can't pick Boulder's Gate. I only put 11, 11 and a half hours in. I didn't, I didn't finish it. I finished all the games that I've named. I finished, right? So I finished uh hogwarts i finished jedi survivor i finished starfield i didn't finish right i didn't finish i didn't do the main campaign but i put 168 hours i did finish diablo i did finish robocop i did finish hi-fi rush right so 527 hours in diablo 4 for hellspawn so i i like uh, this was a good year i think next year i i don't know what's coming out next year i know the south park game i saw earlier uh big mo uh put it in oh. our discord the South Park the, game, yeah, the snow, the uh, snow day, I think it's called. Oh, love South Park. So games. that's that's gonna be a fun game. Uh, if fun. if Transformers comes out, that might be a surprise. If Star Wars Outlaws comes out, that might be a surprise. Suicide Squad, I might put some time into. I, I don't know if the live service aspect will be good, but the I think the single player campaign is gonna be fun, or the co op single player campaign is gonna be good. So I think next year I might have some time to play some backlog of games I didn't play this year and finish out like a Boulder's Gate or maybe finish Starfield. You know what I mean? Light No Fire next year. You think so, Dave? You think that Light No Fire is coming out next year? That might take up some of my time. That might make, uh, take up some time. All right. Let's, uh, we have lots to talk about today. We have lots to talk about. We're going to talk about, and this doesn't mean we're getting to all these topics, but these are the topics that are on my list. Okay. So we're, we're going to talk about the uh, Last of Us multiplayer canceled factions. We're going to talk about Insomniac's leak. We're going to talk about Skull and Bones play test that I did, which is basically going to be talked to about what we've been playing. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the PlayStation leak that happened with Insomniac. Like I said, the, the, the deal that they're doing with Marvel and X-Men games. We're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to talk about the game that nobody is talking about, Sarge, Starfield. No one's talking about Starfield, so we're going to talk about Starfield a little bit. Um, I, I swear. We're going to talk about the future of Xbox, of the Xbox uh, next generation. We're talking about Bobby Kodak. We're going to talk about some numbers of like what happened this year. Done. He got his $300 million. He's walking, right? We're not going to talk about that, right? We're not going to talk about that? I mean, he got his $300 million and I mean, he's technically, walking. Technically, we just talked about it. We just talked about it. Uh, and then we're going to talk about uh, the kid who basically robbed or hacked into Rockstar on a mobile phone and a, and a fire stick TV uh, while in police custody uh, and then leaked all the stuff. He's going to Arkham Asylum, and we'll talk about that uh, a little bit later. Uh, and then we're going to talk about Anthem. Anthem was this close, Sarge. Do you know how close this is? This close. You see this? What, to making it? Making it, yeah. It was this close of making it. No, I, don't, no. I don't know what that means, but this, it was this, this close. close. This close means they sat in a room and decided, if we push further, can we get more money out of people? And they're oh. like... The best, the best part is they said it's this close four years later, right? They didn't tell you how close it was before when it was out. They're like, we're just they're like this close. We were, this, close. We were this close. 
<laughs> just, re just remember the difference between. <laughs> You're so close. Uh, you gonna say it? You gonna finish the joke? Uh, ordinary and extraordinary. Yeah, just <laughs> this a little extra. Uh, and then uh, Warner Brothers Discovery and Paramount might be joining forces to combine like the Power Twins unite to make the shittiest network ever. Yeah, that, that they might do it. Form of bald <laughs> eagle. <laughs> Shape of bucket of water. Uh, pile Sounds of awesome. shit. Sounds like awesome. Sounds awesome. Right? She'd always be the eagle and she'd be carrying her brother as a bucket of water. Like if you guys if you guys understand that joke, it's cuz WB owns DC and Wonder Twins. Okay, let's uh, go to uh, what we've been playing. All right, Sarge. Last time of 2023, what have you been playing? What have you been playing this week? We played. We played division. We played I've division. Been, I've been. I've been bored. All right, because I, I got a lot of holiday stuff going on. Okay, and so I just. I just trying to play games to actually just zone out. So yeah, I zoned out on Diablo two for a while. I'm trying to level up the uh, new armor sets that I found inside the game. I'm sorry. A couple new weapons. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm trying to level up. I'm sorry. Go back. Did you say Diablo two? No, division two. Oh. Okay. Two. I thought you said yeah. Diablo two. I, I was like, did what? I, did I say Diablo? Did I say Diablo? I don't know. Did he say Diablo chat? I thought he said Diablo. This holiday stuff, I'm out of my mind. Um, yeah, um, a lot of a lot of Spice Wars, um, Division Two. Uh, Did you get your skin yet, Sarge? Did you go for that Christmas sweater and skin? No, no, I didn't go for the Christmas sweater. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Got to get the ugly uh, sweater, man. Tonight, tonight, this this past week was the last week. Thank for you, the, Super Dave. Uh, That's what I thought. I, Hell Let Loose and Battlefield 5 clan. So we had like three games this week. And uh, so Battlefield 5 and Hell Let Loose, uh, they went well. Okay. Um, it was a good time. Uh, much it. I didn't, think, I didn't try anything really like new. So nothing oh, new. I, 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 unlocked, I unlocked another character in uh, Vampire Survivor. Okay. Oh, yeah. last week you said you unlocked two. I got, I got, another, got another one. one. No, I got another no, no, it was one last week, one this week. Okay, there's an expansion that just came out. I believe they just did an update to it as well. Yeah, they're all all the characters are like from like old kung fu movies, oh. like the old aged guy. They and they're all pixelated. I, I like how they show the anime version of the pixelated guy to make you feel like it's more awesome. And I'm thinking, and then when you look God, at it, it's like six it's, pixels blended together. You can't tell anything. But it, but it doesn't matter because that advertisement yeah. only works on us, right? Right. Because we're the ones Go that back used to the look covered at those sprites. Yeah. Right? We look at the sprites from back then. You can't show someone sprites and then show an anime of the same character to be like, what kind of piece of shit game is this? Yeah. yeah. 12 sprites. Go fuck yourself. Right? Like, no one looks at it that way. Right. Me, I'm like, yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Right? You're like, they wow, that, looks, that does look like a Kung Fu master. Yeah. And, and they put 12 sprites together. Like, that guy who put the 12 sprites together, that guy looks exactly like that guy. He looks, he looks good. Yeah. Why? Because because our imaginations connect the dots. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, that's how they. Better. That's how Atari sold all those games, right? Mm -hmm. The cover art on Atari boxes, you're like, dude, that's like Flash Gordon like type of artwork. And then you get the oh. game; it's two pixels blended with one other pixel. You need 
you need to take footage. I'm not saying this year or soon, but you need to do a little bit of a parody. Okay. So when when the Spider-Man shit starts to pass over, right? You use the Atari 2600 Spider-Man game. Okay. As a talking point for current Spider-Man. Okay. And it's going to be priceless. Like, like the, the graphics old, are outdated do, now. Do you remember? Do you remember the old Spider-Man? Well, I, re- I remember. I remember the, the, swinging, the, the swinging was so good in the you're, Atari. You're Spider-Man. talking about just the one building though, and he would just swing yeah. from yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the most amazing Spider-Man game ever. It was amazing. About? Yeah, it yeah. was. In my head, he was amazing. And thank you, Dave yeah. Langer. It, it was great. Yeah, it, right. I'm being serious. It was great. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not no, no shade right. here. I was. Right. It was a great now, Spider-Man I, game. I'm gonna I'm gonna poke fun real quick to anybody who's old as me or old, or at least at least knows right. So who has played, who has played Raiders of the Lost Ark on the Atari on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, right? Hang on, right? And actually found the Ark and finished the game. Uh oh, right? We, you just froze, Sarge. Oh, you're you're good. You're good. Oh no, is it one of those nights? Uh, it might be. <laughs> just, in case, just, in case I, just in case I freeze. So, you don't have to answer right away. I'm sure anybody else that comes Dave, in. Dave said he beat it. He said he played it I, and beat it a few times. Okay, so so Dave, so real quick, I'm going to focus on you since you're the one who knows, who knows what I'm talking about. Truth or false? Okay. True. In inside True. inside inside the arc, the latest Lost Ark game on the 2600. In order to get the arc. You had to use a random number of treasures at the black market in order to get the key. Yes or no? So you never knew if you could finish the game without going around in a circle for like two and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, see what Dave's saying? He said yeah. you, you could always tell how close you were because those diamonds at the end would tell you how close you are. Yep. 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 You just talking about it, I'm visually like seeing the whole game again in my in my Right. Yeah, that's the power. Uh, the eight, that's the, the power eight, of the gamer brain. The eight blocks of black was the vendor. <laughs> like it was just the, just the, right? the, the chalice or whatever that you had was just the, the squiggly lines of things. I remember the snakes coming out. Right. Well, you go ahead and talk about your what you've been playing this week because we have to talk about the elephant in the room. Well, okay. Well, wait. The elephant in the room is not skull and bones. There's another elephant in the room. No, there's a bigger elephant. Okay, in the room. so I yeah. played. I played a couple games. I've been playing Lego Fortnite, which they're doing a lot of good updates. But I, I'm a little irritated. Last night on stream, they did an update before I went live in the morning, and I, when I played last night, they fixed the stacking where uh, they gave you more expansion. So like stacks of thirty are now like fifty, but certain things are not changed. So all the all the inventory that's in your game, certain things stack like the wood. And like certain things stack to 50, but other things don't stack. Okay. And they also fixed where if I have a, a group of 10 and a group of 15, I pick up the 10, it, it merges it with the t- 15 and makes it 25. Right. But only on certain a- items. Right. Cause on other items that if I drop it, it doesn't merge it. And then you have to still do what it, they did before the patch. So I was like, all right. So maybe they didn't test it or whatever. That's a little annoyance, but I'm enjoying Lego Fortnite. I'm also enjoying rocket racing short bursts i'll play three four races and i stop playing I, and i'm done for the day right it's fun little game whatever okay and then the music game same thing i play like 
two songs, three songs, one little rotation, and then I'm done uh, with uh, Fortnite. I've been, I have been jumping back in to earn some V bucks, okay, in the Save the World edition, and I love running around as the goddamn Ninja Turtles. I can't, I can't help it. I see, I see Mikey and and Donnie and Leo and Raph running around the world. I'm like, I need a game. I need a game like this, okay, and. I didn't know if you know this, Sarge, but inside of Fortnite, you could do top-down now. You can make your own world, and cameras can change, and you can make top-down, like, gauntlet and stuff inside Fortnite. So people are making, like, these uh, standalone game modes. Someone recreated the Beach of Normandy where you're rushing, and you can be... Now, get this. Someone could be, like... Captain America, someone could be Peter Griffin, someone could be Michelangelo, and you're all charging the beach of Normandy as you're going through this battle. And I was just like, it's actually pretty cool. It's actually really done really well, right? So it's just it's just interesting the different game modes that they have inside of uh, in, inside of Fortnite. Uh, so that's Fortnite. I've been playing Fortnite, uh, enjoying that right now, probably for the holidays and whatnot. I've been playing. I played a little bit of Division Two. Been enjoying Division Two when we we jump back in. It does sound like Ready Player One. Exactly. It's, okay. it's getting close. It's getting close. It's then getting close. then I played the closed beta last weekend after the stream. I got into the closed beta for Skull and Bones. I played about 45 minutes, and then uh, I had to go somewhere. And I thought I shut my Xbox down, right? But the quick resume was still on. And I didn't know you had six hours of gameplay for it. So I went to a theme park, came back to go play Skull and Bones, and said... Uh, your time's up. And I was like, the fuck do you mean? I only played 45 minutes, right? And I was like, oh, you had six hours. I was like, all right, well, quick resume was in the background. So I had to get another code, but I didn't need to get another code. All I did was delete it off my hard drive, reinstall it on my hard drive, and it continued on. I went, okay, cool. Even better, they used the six hours that you sat around doing nothing as a positive thing to put in their books and say, the game's great. Look, these guys, yeah, he played it for six hours. Six hours, yeah, yeah. I played it for six hours. He loved it. So I only played it for four and a half hours. And let me tell you, let me tell you, let me let me bring it up real fast in my in my stream here, right? It was it was uh it was interesting. It was interesting. It was um as I played, I, I did a couple examples of this when I played Call of Duty, when I played the battle, the battle, big battle in uh, Call of Duty back in the day. I felt like I just should rather play Battlefield, right? While I was playing Skull and Bones, Skull and Bones does everything that Sea of Thieves doesn't, and everything it does that Sea of Thieves does, Sea of Thieves does it better, okay? They, it isn't so. they made this game so boring, okay? And so arcadey. This should not be a game in your house. This should be a game in an arcade, and it's just ship battles. Okay, it's World of Tanks, it's World at War, whatever the ships, the the ship game. Okay, but with pirate ships. I'm sorry, okay. the footage you're showing me is that Skull and Bones or is that the Sea of Thieves? But don't insult Sea of Thieves like that. Okay, doesn't look anything like this. Okay, that's Skull and Bones. Okay, it, but uh, the the game itself, it's like. It's not a pirate simulator in any way, shape, or form. It's not even a pirate game, to be honest with you. It's just, it's just, uh, it just happens to be thematically pirated. Okay, the only way this this game is going to make it is because pirates are actually going to steal it and they're going to they're going to bit torrent it or whatever else they're going to do. No, no one's going to buy this game, 
Okay. No, they're going to the models are going to take it and turn it into Black Flag too. <clears throat> so what's interesting about this game Sarge, if you want to um resource management, right? The, the menu systems are terrible. Okay. You run around the island, that's the only time you're on the island is when you're getting quests, cooking, upgrading your ship, uh doing a bunch of stuff with your materials, like go get six iron bars and you have to go in your ship and you're on your ship, and this is what you see. First person or third person, you never get off your ship. You have no blunderbuss. You have no sword. You don't fight anybody. Okay. You pull alongside somebody, and you shoot grapples hook on them, and then it's a cutscene real fast, and they pull it in, and then you you board the ship and it says, hey, you boarded the ship. Okay. That's it. While you're in battle, though, in this is first it, person... Is it, is, it, is it a cool cutscene? No. Not really. Is it, is it the same cutscene over and over again, or is it like three or it's, four cutscenes? It's every, every, every time you board, it's the same cutscene. Okay. Yeah, but it's on beta. I got, I, I got you. So while you're on board, which is cool, right? You're looking at like the 15 people on your crew. They're all doing their work and whatnot. Awesome, right? Looks cool. It, yeah, it, it, it does yeah. feel good at split second moments. You're like, oh, this is actually pretty good. I'm piling a ship, right? All they're doing is screaming the entire time. The NPCs are screaming. Where you're at battle, they're like, ah, that's a bar. Pull the card, shoot the dead in the bottom. And you're, they're just constantly I mean, screaming the entire time. It's realistic. That's how they communicated. Well, that's you fine. That's fine. You can't really get mad at that. No, no, no I'm not mad at that. Okay. What I would like, though, is consistency across the board, right? If you're going to make something so, the whole time. so realistic where they're screaming at everything, okay? And then when you pick up something on the ship, uh, out in the water, you just drive over it and press Y. Press Y or X, whatever it is. X, X, Y, right? If you want to chop a tree down or get some iron, you got to pull up next to it, right? Let me let me show you what the what the system is for that, Sarge. This is this is good. Let me show you how to chop a tree down. Okay. You you're going to get up against the Are you going to teach me how to chop down a tree? I'm going to teach you how to chop a tree down. Yeah, this is it. Okay. We're going we're going to get to the tree and you're you're going to see what I have to do, right? So, oh, okay. this how, this, this is how you fight gators in the game. You stay on your ship and you go into you just throw three spears at it and done. Okay, that's how you do it. No, no. And then now I'm ready to go to that yellow mark. Yeah, I'm sawing. You see that? Now I got to get the marker on the green slide and it changes and it moves to keep me interested because mm -hmm. I want to do this a million times instead of just picking oh, up a mini, ooh, a mini game. It's a mini game. And to right. keep you interested, to keep you yep. interested, it goes up it's and down toward breaking. It goes up and down. It goes left and right. It doesn't oh, have that, circle. Oh, that's the best. That's the best cut if it gets in the green. The green, yes. You get okay, more yeah, of yeah. your resources or whatever, right? More, more tree. More if tree. If I saw, if I saw it correctly, I get more wood. It's, that's correct. Yes, yes. Okay. Right. The the the, um, the little bits and fibers that when you're sawing it, you can get yep. abundance of more tree if you just do it correctly, yep. right? Like the tree doesn't. The tree didn't go anywhere though, right? I still have the tree in front of me. You know what? That's right. I'm not even. I'm not going to. That's say right. Anything. That's right. No, no, just continue on. Shanties no, 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 and screaming and make it realistic all you want, but tree, the amount of tree you get is based on the green bar that you move and whatnot, right? Yep. So it feels good the half a second you do it, and then by the 10th time you're doing it, you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to collect any resources you, whatsoever. You get tennis elbow trying to cut wood. And it's, it's, it's just not fun. Okay. The dialogue in this game, not, not interesting, right? The, the piloting I mean, of the, the actual the, ship. The ship looks nice. The, the visuals look nice. Yeah, it the looks nice. actual movement of the ship is like this. It's just like you could just turn wherever you want at any moment, right? It's super arcadey when you shoot, the, when you drive. The wind doesn't matter. The wind doesn't matter. They have a wind, but you don't control it yourself. You tap A twice, 
and the end, the, the computer does it for you. It, it moves the sales for you. It does all the stuff for you. Oh, you don't even have to move the sales. Nope. You just double tap A. And then when you're done, you hit B. And then it brings the sales down to a slower. Like right now, the NPC is moving. That's why I'm moving so fast. Okay. They move the, they move the sales over. You pressed A twice? I, I double tapped A. That's it. Okay. And then if I want to stop, then I hit B. And then this is the, the part where you, you go up to the, the island here, right? Oh, all right. And when you go into the island, then you just hit the harbor, B. The harbor, the harbor looks nice. Yeah, the harbor. And then boom, to load. Brace yourself. There's load screens. Okay. I, oh, I want, I want no. the same energy level for Skull and Bones as Starfield. What, what he couldn't just dock the boat and walk couldn't off Couldn't just of dock it? the boat and get screen? off, Sarge. Oh, my God. Fucking load screens. Right? Oh, my God. The, the internet is going to freak out, Sarge. Every wait, every time you get off the every boat, time, every screen? time you get off the boat or talk to a guy, there's a black screen. But wait a minute. It's only a beta, so it could change. It could change by the time the game comes out. God willing. Okay. But for real though, this game, nothing feels good. It all feels like pieced together things that they had ideas for. And they went, eh, let's just put it together, put it out. We have an obligation for Singapore. We just gotta get the game out. It's been delayed seven times. It's been changed four times. It's been worked on for a decade, a decade, a decade. I mean, the, here's my question, real quick. I don't, don't want to make a discussion. You're going to keep going with your with your thoughts. Do you believe this game will sell three million copies? <clears throat> sell three million copies? Yeah, yeah. I would be very shocked if it sold two million copies. Because cause I think I think if it sells 3 million copies, they're willing to walk away, collect their money, and walk away. You know what I mean? I think for the amount of time, there's no way this game recoups its money. No. In, in no way, nope. shape, or form. Nope. This is, this is in sales. In sales. Now, can 20% make 80% for them and keep it alive for 18 months and pay microtransactions and whatnot? I mean, maybe. There's no way this game makes its money back. No right. way. Please. Continue. I mean, it looks it looks good. I, I'm I'm basically done, right? But three million copies would be. I would be very surprised if this sold three million copies. This is remember. This is also on Ubisoft Plus for thirteen ninety nine, fourteen dollars a month or whatever it is, fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Uh, so you can play this on Ubisoft Plus uh, and see. Uh, I would like to see what what Avatar sold, right? We I, we don't have any sales numbers for Avatar, but I would think it's whatever that's selling like. Avatar's not going to give you numbers until after Christmas. Well, this doesn't come out until February, so... No, no, no so, what I'm saying is you're not going to get Avatar numbers until after the holidays are over because they want to they use as much as much fibbing as possible to give yeah, you a great I, number. Yeah, I don't think they shared... This is one of those games that uh, the people playing it, there's been a million fireballs fired and, 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 and 10 million best, ships sunk. Best, and, best played game. Best yeah, played and, game. And this is how many gators were skinned in the... Like, they're not going to tell you numbers That's right this is, is what this is what starfield's doing starfield does the same thing thousand plants million plants explored and, and and whatnot blizzard's doing the same thing and how many people kill people in diablo that this is what they do they don't want to tell you sales they tell you interactions of things that people are happening like if one guy was playing this game and and, and killed a million boats they would be like a million and a half boats were killed in this game you're like one guy's playing though one guy two million interactions that's incredible yep <laughs> How do we spin this, Jones? Well, what about if we tell them that uh, there was 1.7 million cannonballs fired? And they're like, let's put that down. That's That's a lot. lot. That sounds like a lot. lot. Sounds like a lot of cannonballs. So 
that's uh that's my uh, I have people that come out to go Yo, you only put four and a half hours in how can you how can you tell how can you say what you're saying it's because I put four and a half hours in and and that was my experience and the experience that I have at four and a half hours will be the same grinding as six and a half which will be the same as ten and a half which will be same as twenty and a half okay yeah, that's your opinion. that's your opinion but the only difference the only sure. difference will be uh if it costs 10 iron bars to upgrade my cannons now by the time the end game comes it'll cost me 56 iron bars and then if the math figures out you can only get six bars with a perfect cut when you're doing that and you only can do that three times a minute and whatever you know what i'm saying they just want you to move around one singapore to thank <laughs> right 13 million people played starfield but only 10 percent of them uh made it to space that's right <laughs> Right, no, that's no, not, no, that, no, wait, no, wait, no, no. wait, Dave, Dave, that's not actually a false statement. I, I, we already, we went through the achievements for Starfield, and some of them are just scary. Yeah, like yeah. full blown scary. Like, like you wouldn't believe, like, like what, get to level what do you five. Mean, what yeah. do you mean? Only three percent made it to level five. Like, yeah. what, what are you talking about? Like, you just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. how, how, how does, how does four million people play it? But only ten percent make it to level five. Like it, it makes no sense. It makes know. no sense at all. Well, do you, you want to just go with the other elephant in the room now? Do you want? Do you want to talk about? All right. Oh, so yeah. Let's yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's go to top stories. Top stories. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I want to talk about. The game that no one likes to talk about. It's not really a popular game. Everybody loves to not talk about it. But they don't they don't want to talk about, but that's all but that's all I talk about, talk about. Right. Now obviously we're talking about it because we're a podcast and that's what we do. We talk about the, the news yeah. and stuff that people I, are talking about. I am a shotgun in this conversation. Okay. Go away. Okay. I'll I'll stand because, back. Because because I don't understand what anyone is talking about anymore. Are we just trying to get angry clicks? Because if that's the case, it's working. Well, okay. Because I don't understand the conversation. Well, hold on a second. Before you even start, I have a question. Yeah. yeah. Did you play um, Hi-Fi Rush? Uh, Hi-Fi Rush, no. no. It's a single player game though. And it is. And you would put that down after you're done playing it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Did you, yeah. did you play, did people play Armor Core 6 and then Played the game. It's a single player game. They they put that I mean, down. I, mean, I played Mech Warrior Five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zelda, yep. the Zelda game that yep. came out this year is a single player game, and people played it, yep. and then they they put that down after yep. they were done playing yep. it, right? Yep. Uh, Spider Man, Spider Man Two is a single uh, player yep. game. Our game. And then yep. they put that down after they were done playing it. Yep. Yeah. Boulder's Gate Three. When people are done playing that, it's a single player game. Also, it's a co op well, game as well. It's co op. Yeah. It really, could be. A, yeah. Really, but, you, the most fun you're going to have really the first time through is with you. You're doing it. It's right. A single player. Game. Right. Single player game. Like, uh, like after you, after, if you get four friends to actually sit around and want to play bubbles, get the same time as you, that's an amazing experience as well. Si because you're, you're basically, you're basically playing a and D game with your friends. That's right. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's a single player game. Definitely a single player game. Yeah. They yeah. put that down and they, when they were done playing with that, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. For some reason, unbeknownst to anyone, I don't understand it. Right for yep. some mystery, mystery for some reason, Starfield, a single player game. Yep. Just like all those other games I've I've mentioned in this yep. beginning here. It's all, it's all washed up, bro. Yet washed up. Nobody's washed talk, up. Nobody's talking about it. Game's, games washed up. Games done. Thirteen million people Dead. playing it. Dead. No one's gonna. No one's gonna play it anymore. 
it's done, right? Done. I'm like, Finish. I don't understand. People are like, I don't know how I can turn around. Turn around what? What's turning around? What do they have to turn around? They made I'm, money. I'm waiting. Yeah. They made and, a shit ton and, of money. And, and once they were done making money, they just, at the exact same time of making money and not making money, they put it onto Game Pass. Yeah. Right? The tiles that are so large that you need a vehicle to get around, that are so small, do you hit the boundaries, right? Yep. The yep. the the boring dialogue and the base building and the nitpicking and all this other stuff. Okay. People making their people making their own enterprises and star yep. destroyers. No one's all playing trash. it. No no all one's trash. talking about it. All okay. trash. It's all washed up. Yep. Okay. Fun. They could attempt to turn around the user score. You're missing the point. All the games I mentioned, all of them. Or single player games. Cyberpunk 2077 sold 8 million pre orders, 5 million after day one, and went on to sell 25 million copies. They don't give a shit if you played it or not. They made their money. They're already, already thinking of Cyberpunk the next rendition, okay? Or whatever, it's Witcher 4, Cyberpunk the next DLC. They, they, they're done. Three years later, am amazingly, they came out with an expansion pack. That was in better shape than the actual game itself when it came out. They turned it around. They turned around a single-player game. Woo! I don't know if anyone else can do it. I don't know if anyone else can do it. In 2023, no other company can ever turn around their game, yet I can think of 17 of them right off the top of my head, okay? Including one of the worst games ever to come out, Fallout 76, which is right now in the best state it's ever been in, which is not saying much, but to say that Starfield, I don't know how it can turn around. It's a single-player game. It's a single-player game. The attachment of the premise that they're trying to use Starfield for, right? They, they for some reason, I, I don't think there's more trash than Redfall on the table, and somehow Starfield attracts more flies than Redfall does, which makes no sense, right? We played Starfield. Those of you that don't like it, for whatever reasons why you don't like it, right? it doesn't matter because they made the money that they wanted to make. Now, rest assured, if by some stroke of genius that they think that they did not make enough money, right? it sounds like maybe that is the thought process right. because they do have, according to articles— whether they're true or not, we don't know, of course. It's all hearsay now, because how can you trust a journalist anymore, right. right? Throw a door to the dartboard. Let's see if they're telling the truth. However, 250 people are working on it. So I'm guessing a DLC. I I'm guessing some type of DLC is coming out. Now, my question is this. <clears throat> if the DLC comes out right. before the, before the one-year anniversary of the game actually coming out, right? Like, like it came out a couple months ago. If the DLC comes out before the anniversary and it comes out and it's a cool little side story about a bunch of stuff and a bunch of people come back and play it, is the game still washed up? Well, the, the funny part is is, is, is the game washed up then? Like what, what exactly are you trying? What, what exactly are you trying to talk about in the story? Like it's a dead game. You got paid. The game's over. Cool. Spider-Man. I don't really hear. <laughs> nope. Nobody game. talking about Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm curious, yeah. Yeah. right? Where are all the fanboys talking it up 
months afterwards. Like, what's it's, going on? It's only been a month and a half since it uh, came out. Yeah. But what what's what's the story? What's it's, what's it's the single, matter? It's a single player game. It's in the exact same oh, position. Oh, I, I'm I'm curious to know what 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 exactly is the difference. So the only reason why you talk that way, the only reason why you talk that way is because. The expectation of what that game was supposed to do didn't happen. So they're talking about the story of the game that never happened and why they feel bad about what never happened. It doesn't make any sense, right? The game came out. A bunch of people bought it. By the way, in case a lot of you are fucking retarded, like you didn't even have to buy the game. You didn't have to buy it. Right? You can play on PC or Xbox by just having Game Pass Television and spend set. $0. And you didn't even have to give them the extra $25 to play it early. You could have just sat <laughs> for, three, for three days and right. they got to play it for free. So right. now we're talking about $10. 6 $10, million $10, people yep. who played a game that was for free. And then you're $10, saying $10. Well, the, expectations, the expectations were so high. Oh, it's so high. I can't believe it. And then it sucked. It's washed up. And now I can't believe they're not going to turn it around. What are you talking about? What somebody explain it to me? I'll, I'll wait. Let's have a rational discussion Here, because let, let I'm me. so I'm so fed up <laughs> me, with the me. journalistic integrity let of me. these kind of stories. What are you talking about? Let me let me take some questions here. Lurker says, "Here's my question: All of you that love Starfield and played the shit out of it, but as soon as you played something else, you never went back. Is it a great game?" Here's my answer to that. I played Hogwarts. What are you basing hold, that off? Hold, of? hold on a second, Lurker. Right? I or Sarge, Lurker. I played Hogwarts Legacy. Beat it. I haven't been back yet. Uh, Jedi Survivor. I beat it. Haven't been back yet. Diablo. Beat it. Haven't been back yet. Right. As a single player game, and Diablo is a multiplayer game that I can play with other people. Okay. Every single single player game that I've played, I've played, and I haven't gone back to it yet. I know it's crazy because it's single player. Now, I own those games, and next year I can go back if I want to. Two years from now, I can go back and go. You know what? I'm gonna play. Batman Arkham. Okay, I haven't played Batman Arkham since I beat it all those years ago. Does that mean Batman Arkham is not a good game because I haven't gone back and played it? Like, I don't understand the 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 rationing of, well, if I don't go back and play it, it's only three months old. Starfield came out in September. We're four months in now, okay? If I don't go back and play it because in the first four months, does that mean the game is bad because I don't go back and play it? Or does that mean because I'm playing other games that are single-player games as well, and I'm playing those games, and I'm, when I'm done with those, like RoboCop I beat, I'm probably not going back to that RoboCop. Maybe ever. But I enjoyed playing the game when I played it. Is RoboCop washed up? Right? Like, I don't understand the rules of this compared to Starfield and everything else. Now, to answer Krebsy's question, okay, he says, he says uh, there's 80,000 people's opinions don't matter. I'm afraid that's correct. Yes, 80,000 people from 13 million people that potentially, this is what they reported, 13 million people tried it, played it, bought it, whatever, and 80,000 people, right? What's the percentage of that? 80,000 of 13 million. What is the percentage of that? Small. Okay. So for those 80,000 people that we're going to get offended for, I'm sorry, you, you spoke your word. It went onto the internet. Right? That's it. Congratulations. You left a review. It now says mostly positive, mostly negative, mid, whatever. Congratulations. Here, we'll give you a round of applause. You did your part. You made a review that 12.2 million people don't give a shit about. 
that that's reality. That's reality. The the issue I have is the fact that an expectation is one thing. The way the game plays is another. How you feel about the game is another. And how much money the game made for the company is the deciding factor if the game is good or not. You don't matter. I don't matter. Yeah. The 80,000 people that reported on it doesn't fucking matter. Right. No matter. Okay? The money. If the game made money, and I don't mean just made money, I mean made the money that they expected to make. Like, we think we should get about five times our money back. That's what we expected. We only got it four times. Like, oh, it, it underperformed. You hear it all the time. It underperformed. When it underperforms, it depends on the phrasing of how they use it. If it really underperformed, then they'd... Right. They, they, they didn't make what they wanted back, right? Did they recoup their losses? Yes. But they didn't get enough money to go buy a 100,000-square-foot building to build the next game, right. right? So no matter how you feel about it, chat, the world who listens, the voices in my head, whoever's <laughs> listening, okay, it doesn't matter what you think is the game good or not. It matters if the game made the money, right? Yeah. And apparently, currently, right now, those games made money, yeah, right? Made money. To the point, to the point where they have 250 people working on probably DLC right now. Yeah, they do because they, they actually said they, to buy yeah, DLC. They, they actually said 250 people on a dead game, mind you. The internet says it's a dead game. It's a washed up right. game. They're not supporting it anymore. They don't know how it can turn around. But yet they have more people working on this game than most people have in a studio making a single player game. Total, they have. <laughs> They have more people supporting a game that's washed up, that's not going to make a turnaround, working on this game than any other game that's an IP that has a brand new game. The context matters, Krebsy. Journalists are throwing their flags in the air, and they're trying to make a, a, a hoopla about how the game needs to turn around. I don't know what you mean by turn around. Cyberpunk 2077 was a massive pile of dog shit the day it came out, well, and for a year after, a dog shit pile, okay? Uh, and 13 million people paid cash money for a piece of shit. Fall 76? Starfield? Fall 76? Starfield? No Man's Sky? What are you Battlefield talking 2042? about? What are you talking about? <laughs> well, let's focus, people, right? Let's focus. <laughs> what is your... what? What's the top? What is the context of the conversation? Is the game washed up? Is it bad? Is it going away forever? Doubtful. Made money on Game Pass and PC, and people still bought it. 250 people working on it. Meanwhile, we're going to rest assured the people that play another game that know it's a piece of shit, pre ordered, bought it, and waited a year. A Two year. Years. Three years. Yeah. Three years for it to be. That is something in your world now. Gamers are the problem. Yeah. We are the problem. Yeah. We are the problem. <clears throat> you waited three years for a game to be fixed. You paid full price for it. No one said a fucking word about it, except that the game was broke for a year straight. The game's broke, right? Taken down off the store broke. Right. right? Starfield was fucking basically free. <laughs> Free. Yeah. I, listen, if I'm already paying for a service, I'm, here's ten bucks. Here's yep. twelve bucks. Here's twelve bucks. I'm not, I don't pay attention. I don't, I don't know. Right. Even you're, know you're playing Elder Scrolls online, right? You're playing Elder Scrolls online. Starfield is. Yeah. I don't even know what Starfield is. Just paying twelve bucks a month, yep. and then Starfield just happens to fall in line. Oh, little Starfield. That's a good game. Yeah, I played it. Yeah, a little boring. Yeah, I didn't like this space. A lot of loading yeah. screens. Ah, I'm good. 
And I yeah. walked away. Yeah. Turn the ship around. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Dave, Dave in chat says, well, I guess it does. Uh, it, it does matter what we think. They had people who worked on the game responding to negative reviews. No, no. Here's the thing, though. Oh, Rose. that's brought, that's brought those fires. Yeah. How many how many people? How many reviews? Was a thousand? A thousand reviews? And, and there's 80,000 reviews, apparently, that that people had reviews and a thousand reviews, maybe. I'm, I don't even know what it is. Let's say it's a thousand reviews. Great. Someone in chat put it, Dave Langer put, Mike, it's 0.6%. Okay, great. 0.6%. Now they're responding to that 0.6% of the people that had reviews of it. Okay. And here's the here's the greatest part. They already have your money. Look, Sarge's camera's having a stroke. Glory. Uh, they already have your money. It doesn't matter if you don't like the game anymore. Sure. The reason they're fighting reviews now is because, well, they're idiots. Okay, and on top of that is that the game is going to continue going on. One year is going to pass, two years is going to pass. Do we do we really think that Star feels like, well, that's it, 70%. Xbox, 70%. We made 13 million people play this game. We made, do you know how many zeros behind how, that, uh, Todd? Oh, yeah, we're do done. You, we're done. Do you know how petty it is for developers to defend a game that is not broken? Right, that they people say it's broken, but really it's not. Like Cyberpunk was broke. Yeah. yeah. Right. Battlefield. Starfield, Battlefield was broke Star as well. Yeah. Battlefield's broke. Starfield was boring for a lot of people. Boring. Boring isn't broke, even though it starts with a B. It's not the same. It just isn't. So I, I'm confused on what what are we trying to prove to ourselves? You didn't like Starfield? Great. I didn't like it after a while. I thought it was boring. It's interesting. I liked being in outer space. I thought it was cool. Right? I like the vastness of space, the emptiness, the quietness sure. of space. Right? You're just walking around. Hear nothing. You don't even hear wind. All you're, you're in your head with your own thoughts. Dangerous for most of us. Right? But still a great game. Up until a point, you're bored. I'm bored. And it's boring. Yeah. Right? But it wasn't broke. Wasn't broke. And, and, and you don't have to pay full price for it. And I didn't pay that, for that's, it. That's, that's so the I big key. Right? That's the big key. This is like getting a game on sale. Just pick a game, any game on sale. Uh, it was on Steam and it was on sale. Insert name here. And you're like, well, I, I didn't pay for it. I only paid 10 bucks for it. It's actually a pretty good game, right? But for some reason, you can't do that with Starfield. You can't say Starfield was a decent game at a 70 or 7 out of 10 or 6 or, or whatever. You, you, it's just, it's just, it's, it's done. It's over. It's a washed up game, Sarge. It's a washed up game. Rapper, the, the internet said rap. so. Rather than talk about Starfield in a context that means absolutely nothing, maybe, just maybe, some journalists should actually talk, and some of, them, some of them have, but they should actually talk about the sheer number of people who are fired or let go before the end of the year and Christmas because of their bad decisions in how to sell video games. Maybe... Just maybe we should do more intrigue and thought process into understanding how these companies over-exaggerate everything and then have to fire thousands of people in order to make the bonuses for themselves or for the books to work out right. at the end of the year. Okay. Now, if you're telling me there's no stories out there to write about, and this is the story we're going to concentrate on, the game that no one talks about but never shuts up about. Like, I don't understand i don't get it right 
Everybody's living in la-la land, okay? And believe me, come February, more layoffs are coming, right? So apparently, at some point, people are spending too much money to make a game that apparently nobody wants to play or is willing to spend the amount of time necessary in your game in order to make back the money that you think you're going to make based on stuff that's inside the game, right? right? We say it all the time in this in this show, all the time. Make a game, sell a game, yep. right? Apparently, the one company that knew how to make a game and sell a game is Lorian, right? Lorian made a game and sold a game. And you Larian, know what happened yep. when they did? Larian, sorry. Larry, Larian did. And you know, you know what happened after they sold it? Everybody got nervous and said, don't look at the game. Don't look at it. Yep. We can't do what they do. We can't do what they do. Don't look at it. Everyone look away. Like, how is that a response to game of the year? Right? Wake up and understand the industry that you are now in. This is not about hanging out with your friends in a video game anymore. Right? It's not. Not. Here's some numbers for you guys. <clears throat> are you ready for this? And th this, is, this is how different uh, it is. Lurker with the gifted 20 gifted memberships. Let me make sure the, uh, I don't know if it's going to say thanks for a membership or not. If it does, let me know, and I'll, I'll, I'll shut that down. Uh, Lurker, thank you very much for the 20 gifted memberships, dude. Thanks for becoming a member. Yeah, it's going to say that in <laughs> one second. Uh, Living in clown world. Right. Right. So Clown world. So right now it says Starfield's budget was $400 million. That's including marketing. Okay. Marketing. A lot. $400 million. Okay. A lot. So 400 million. <clears throat> so it has to get to 400 million, right? It has to get to 400 million to make a profit. So let's uh, divide that you're, you're, by by 70. You're That's you're guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are rough numbers. Rough numbers. 400 yep. million, right? Because with marketing and the budget of the actual game, it needs to sell around 5.7 million copies at $70 to recoup its money. Now, it has 13 million people potentially that played it, and then we don't know how many people paid for the $30 early access for the for the five days. We don't know how many people paid $100. We do know it spent. We knew we do know that two million of those people did buy it in the five day early access period. Okay, now we don't know if they spent $100 or if there was Game Pass that spent $30 or whatnot. Okay, so let's just say they sold two million of the 5.7 million copies. That's what we know for official. Okay. So they have to sell another 3.7 million copies in the lifetime of the game. Could it happen? Probably. Okay. Probably, considering it's a going to be on Game Pass for the next 10 years. I, I, I'm guessing. <laughs> right? I'm guessing maybe but, just maybe. But a DLC is coming. But here's the best part. Here's the best part. If it did cost them 400 million dollars to make, and let's just say they don't make another cent of an actual physical copy, digital download, or anything from it. Okay, we do know they're having a content creator store in there, not content creator, uh, creation uh, store creation put in there for, so they could sell stuff for cosmetics and, and whatnot. Okay, absolutely. We also know that Game Pass from the 25 million people that play Game Pass every single month is around $400 million that they make every single month for 12 months, which mathematically real fast without taking out stuff for cost and whatnot makes $4.8 billion a year, okay? And we do know that if a video game costs $400 million to make and it costs six years to make with the $400 million and they have 250 million pe uh, 200, 250 people working, let's just give them a, a salary of what? 100000 120000 
right? Here, let's do that. You're you're aiming a little high, but 85 is whatever, right? Yeah. Well, I'll give I'll give 200 people, 250 people, times 120 thousand dollars salary. It's 30 million dollars a year to just keep these 250 people working on this game, right? They make 400 million a month off Game Pass, okay? For all the stuff. Yes, they're paying out other things, okay? This this would matter. Every month. Hang on. This would matter a lot more if Bethesda wasn't part of Microsoft. Correct, but it is. But it is. Right. Right? So that number is just going to get bigger and bigger because more people are going to come over to Game Pass at some point down the line because that's what they're banking on. They want 100 million people on the, on the, on the platform, right? It's, it's blatantly clear the anger they have from not being able to charge for microtransactions in Skyrim is showing. Sure. So they want to make sure that they're going to be able to microtransaction Starfield into oblivion. And that's not a double pun. It just happened to come out that way, right? They want to make money inside the game, inside the game with the with store. You know that's coming. You know that's coming. And if that's true, right, knowing what people have played, paid for in Skyrim, and we're doing the 80-20 rule, we know that one mount. Right. One mount from, from World of Warcraft was more money right. than they did for all of Star- StarCraft. So, I mean, we're looking at a platform. You're looking at Starfield. This, this is the issue we have, I have with some, some of uh, uh, the people who argue about this. You're looking at Starfield as a video game, right? Starfield is a platform for you to buy product. Yeah, Starfield is on Game Pass, on which is Pass, another product that they right? want you to go right. on to, right? Which is a product of yes. another product, but Starfield is a platform in order to sell product, right? You're looking at it as a video game that you don't like. Cool, correct. You don't like it. However, the purpose of that game is to bring people onto Xbox and onto Game Pass. You don't like it? Fantastic. You should have bought it. Nobody should have bought it. It's on Game Pass, right? But Rest assured, they're going to have at least three or four titles that are exactly like Starfield, where it's a platform that's on their system, on yep. their service that you exist with. Now, if and when, and I say when because it's a pretty good, strong possibility. I'm not saying it's 100%, but meeting the numbers that Xbox wants to people for people to be on Game Pass, if they're able to make World of Warcraft onto console, I know it's a long even, shot. Even if it's on PC, on their own platform, right. on PC only. Right, right. Game Pass. If, if they're able to get World of Warcraft onto console, just like you're playing Elder Scrolls Online on console, you play World of Warcraft on console, I know it's going to be like, fuck this, I got all my things. I get it. You're on PC already. I understand. But if they did, right, the number of people that would be on Game Pass would be incredible for them. And lo and behold, that's their goal. They have five years to get 100 million people onto Game Pass. And I'm betting they're going to take out all the stops. How many? Six Seven? years. Six years. Six, six years. Six years. Six years. They're going to take out all the stops in order to do so. So if, if, if the chances, if you're deciding, do we put World of Warcraft on there? Or do we try to make three games like I, Starfield? I can't wait for it, the day to I happen. Don't... Here, I'm going I'm to do a psychic moment here. I can't wait for the day to happen where they decide to take battle.net and go, oh, um, we're just going to merge it now. It's all included into Game Pass, right? I, I don't see why they wouldn't. And everyone's going to be like, I oh, don't see why they wouldn't. oh, you see what they had to do 
to get their hundred million, they had to move over uh, Battle yeah. It's like, well, yeah, it's the yeah. same. It's the same company. It's the same company. So, so yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why wouldn't they? Yes. Like. <laughs> so okay. So as so as the clock starts to accelerate very quickly now, because some of you are not going to remember this at all. It's going to be Goldfish Brain. I'll remember it. Thursday for Pepper's a lot of people. Farms will right? remember it. Right. You guys are going to you're going to Goldfish Brain this whole show, but remember this. The AI thing and the consumer the protection problem and the, the problem with employees, all that is going to come to a head because studios keep saying that it costs too costs much. Costs are getting it too high. Too much. Costs are getting too high. But they have to keep making these crazy games. That's correct. They have to. They how, do have they cut, to. how do they cut costs? Right? Well, the only way you can cut costs is AI, right? So they create the problem and they have the solution. Well, games are too expensive. What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do, chat? Games too expensive. Well, it's easy. We'll just... Fire a bunch of people. Got to fire a bunch of get people. A bunch of a, get a bunch of AI. Got to hire a bunch of AIs. Stuff. Yeah. Hire a bunch of AI to code yeah. the stuff for us. We don't have to worry about it. And lo and behold, problem solved. Problem solved. Here, here's here's my takeaway from this whole thing, right? People just hate Starfield. Hate it. Like, Apparently. It, it, like, it like kicked their dog or something, right? What? It what kicked I their dog. Interesting. Stole their lollipop from their kid. The hatred of Starfield is more than the love of Spider-Man. Oh, for sure. It's, which it's makes, which dub, makes by no double, sense. By double. Which, which makes no sense. Spider-Man is an amazing game. We should be talking about Spider-Man 24-7, and yeah. we can't wait for the DLC to come out. But for some strange reason, right, Spider-Man is not talked about at all. Because why? <laughs> because they played it, and they went fucking away. Yeah. That's why. Here's the thing, right? Single-player games are single-player games, right? There's some of you that, I'll play a single player game, put it down, come back a week later, come back a month later, come back six months later and play it. Okay. Then there's other people that won't come back to a single player game like myself. It takes years before I go back to a, a single player game, right? I play the game. I enjoy the game. I put the game down. I just don't understand why Starfield is washed up and it's done. And yet Spider-Man and Cyberpunk and all these other single player games, just truly just single player games are okay. Right. It's delusional. In, in my in, in this world delusional Krebsy says a few of the reasons Starfield got talked about so much is because one it was higher in anticipated game two fan base called it game of a generation and three it's being anticipated it got some disappointment uh four it's the only Xbox that launched somewhat complete in 2023 yeah but half of those things right it was higher anticipated game that's made by us that's made by the people that make the articles and hype it up gamer, okay gamer issue fan base called it game of the generation that's their they own hype that's their they own uh you know uh, absorbent amount of hype that they're doing okay three it's being anticipated and got some disappointment that's because everyone hyped it up and then they see what was it farmer got mad at me today he said i want you to hold it the, the same as you did for cyberpunk and i said well cyberpunk screwed us over because the company screwed us over not CD, uh, CD Project Red screwed us over, or me, right? Just, I don't like that from the company. Bethesda didn't do the same thing that they did. And Bethesda showed what Starfield was. I didn't get tricked. A year and a half ago on this stream, on this podcast, go back and Talk look at the it. episodes. Okay? Talked about it. I said it's Fallout in space. It's Fallout in space. That was my expectations. Fallout in space. That was it. I didn't go, this is the greatest game. In the world, <laughs> right? Like, I, like I, I, no one did that. I didn't do that. Okay. Uh, okay. Like, 
I knew what it was, hence why my wasn't wasn't out through the roof. Okay? So when I give someone I wasn't hyped for Cyberpunk, and we talked about Cyberpunk all that we were like, we're like, oh man, this looks good. Cyberpunk looks good. They came out and they said, We're not releasing like those other games. Wink wink. Right? Because they were making fun of, lo and behold, Bethesda would fall at 76 and all the other games that came out broken buggy. They said, We're not gonna do that. We're not going to release a broken buggy game because we're not those guys. Goodwill on the back. Witcher 3, one of the best games ever created. Okay? And then it came out, and then it was like a wet fart. Okay? Like, oh, that stinks. What was that? What did you eat? Is that Brussels sprouts? What did, what did you have there? Okay? It's not the same. It's not even in the same ballpark. Okay? So people's expectations fucked up people's expectations. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. My expectations when I play the game, I enjoy the game, I put the game down, I'm playing a different game. That was it. Right? The, the conversations about these kind of stories and how people perceive video games and using the achievement, the achievement percentages together is priceless to me. Right? Everyone talks up this whole shit about how awesome a game is, like how amazing it's the best game ever right and then you look at the achievement for that game like on xbox or playstation it says yeah uh three percent finish the game and i'm like what yeah uh, what what 13 million people played it what what do you mean three percent three percent of 13 million play the game yeah finish the game yeah 25 percent yeah. gets a level five it's like what so so now in my mind i'm thinking two things either the achievement thing is just broken Right. Perhaps. It doesn't know that people are finished, that it's just broken. But then I say to myself, what better way to measure engagement with your game by putting these type of achievements in a game that basically spreads out people's time and how they play a game? Right. Because the achievements that they give you focus on certain types of play styles for a person. There's there's general goals to do in the game and then there's specific goals and if you look at those achievements you kind of notice them if you're actually looking at them ob objectively you see basically they're categorizing different types of people so if you're the type of person that's a completionist and you try to go for all the armor and all the, all the kind of crazy stuff right you'll notice that the stuff that you complete is probably even smaller than the rest right right than the rest of the achievements because you're a particular kind of player we're looking at the general ones. General ones. Like, level 5, like 30, level 10. 30 and I are looking at the general ones. Yeah. Like the ones that I'm build, playing a game. Build a gun. Right, <laughs> right, right. The basic <laughs> stuff. like Make a walk ship. To three, yeah. right, walk to three towns. Yeah. Like That means that out of the group of people that play a game, a very small percentage of that number actually complete the game. I'm not saying 100%. It. I'm not talking about 100%. I'm talking about... Finish the game. Like, I played it, I saw what I was going to see, and I'm done. We're talking about a a, a filtering system right. that puts 13 million people in and 125,000 come out the bottom. Everybody else bought a game. I, they kind of threw it, threw it in the closet yeah. and went to go play something else. I, I think the problem is a lot of people should give thank you cards to Microsoft, and here's why. They should say, thank you, Microsoft, for giving us this boring game that I didn't have to buy full price for. Right? How about to send a thank you card? <laughs> right? Just say thank you. Because thank if you. this game was full price and 13 million bought it for $70, I think there would be a lot more talk about Starfield. But instead, 
How? How could there be more talk? There's, <laughs> because this game is this game's so, only talking about every day. Well, we're going to move on from that to the next topic, which was Insomniac got hacked. Okay. Uh, last week, it was talk about that they, they, they got breached and everyone's like, it's not real. They didn't get breached. Sony said, uh, we don't think that happened. And then this week, ta-da, leaked footage came out of not only of like documents and sales numbers and Wolverine right now, Sarge, the game that they're working on and Samiak's next game, like just like just like GTA six, there's gameplay on the Internet right now. People are actually downloading a torrent of the game and playing it. Right. And it's, it's spreading like wildfire. Right. There's probably more people right now, Sarge, playing Wolverine's alpha build than playing Starfield and Spider-Man. But we're not going to hear about that because it's illegal. OK, but. The big thing I want to talk about is that Insomniac, which I think is one of the best, okay? And I, I put Massive up there as well. They're just pilling in all cylinders. They make good games, okay? Insomniac is the workhorse for Sony, okay? They had a bunch of stuff leaked out of the games they're working on. And this is the stuff, this is the stuff that was leaked, okay? That they're working on a bunch of Marvel games, okay? They're working on Venom. They're working on Wolverine. They're working on Spider-Man 3 which supposedly they're breaking up into two parts because why not? Why not take one game and spread it apart like Lord of the Rings and, you know, part one, part two, and, and charge more money for it. You know what I mean? So you pay $70 one year right. and then $70 the next year or sell them together, yeah. or whatever. Okay. So then they also have X-Men games in the works. They also have another Ratchet and Clank in the works. And they made a deal, right? And it says Sony signs a deal. Okay, let me bring this up on the, on the screen. It says, Sony signs a deal with Marvel to make exclusive X-Men games until 2035 Insomniac cybersecurity attack reveals. Okay, so let me make this nice and big for everyone over here. Okay, Insomniac has revealed that Sony's deal with Marvel to make ex exclusive X-Men games until the end of 2035. So this is like one of those deals that EA did with like Madden and NFL football, right? Madden's made a 10-year deal or 15-year deal where no one else can make an you know, uh, NFL game. And basically that's what Sony has done now with Marvel where no one can make an X-Men game at all. Uh, until 2035, okay? It says, one leaked slide detailed that X-Men license terms, which includes note on exclusivity, according to the document, between now and December 31st, 2035, Marvel cannot release, announced any X-Men games on console, PC, or streaming platforms, uh, or use an X-Men character as a competitive advantage in a game. So the document provides an example of playing Wolverine and Ultimate Alliance exclusivity on Xbox, which would not be allowed under the terms. Now, X-Men characters can appear in what they call multi-family Marvel games, whatever that is. Okay, however, you might see Wolverine, for example, show up in Avengers game, and Marvel retains the rights to children's games and certain X-Men uh, games from the 90s. But otherwise, this is watertight exclusivity deal that gives Sony the rights to X-Men games for the next 12 years. Okay, the document details development and the marketing spent to each X-Men game, Marvel royalty, which varies depending on the nature of the sale, physical, digital, and bundle, and the term potential termination platforms are, as you expect, PlayStation and PC. Now, according to the other slide, Marvel's Wolverine is due out in 2026, and the first X-Men game is due out in 2030. An extended roadmap possibility uh, out of date uh, slates a third X-Men game for 2033, suggesting that the Wolverine game is considered Insomniac's first X-Men game. There's also mention that Wolverine Online 2026 and X-Men Online 2028 and their words, uh, their words of provisional fourth X-Men game too, as long as they hit the sales numbers, right? 
The video game industry has de descended upon Marvel in recent years to snap up licenses to make games based on intellectual property. Last year, Electronic Arts announced the signed long-term deal with Marvel to develop at least three new action-adventure games for consoles and PC, and the first being single-player third-person action-adventure Iron Man. A Star Wars Squadron's uh, Dead Space remake developer Motive Studios EA is also making a single-player action-adventure game of Marvel's Black Panther, and a new Seattle-based EA studio uh, is called Cliffhanger Games. Is elsewhere is also Sky Media is developing a Marvel World War II set narrative driven in the adventure with Amy Henning. The Uncharted fame is let us play Steve Rogers, early Captain America, amongst other Marvel characters. I think Black Panther is in that as well. So, and also, let's not forget Marvel's Blade that just announced at the Game Awards, right? So, um, it's also, you know, we also have a Deadpool potentially uh, behind scenes. What I don't like about this, Sarge, is that a lot I, I don't like about this. I don't like the exclusive. It's not because of Sony. I don't like the exclusivity of a, a, a certain brand. Like, I love that Disney is letting anyone make a Star Wars game, right? I like that. Well, not, not, not on purpose. I just couldn't afford no, to no, lock I understand it down that. again. Yeah, but Disney also owns Marvel, and yet they're, they're taking this thing and going, yeah, you can have this specific X-Men, and it can't go. I hated when Nintendo did this with Ultimate Alliance. Okay, I hated that Ultimate Alliance was only coming on the Nintendo Switch because I wanted to play Wolverine and I wanted to play other characters. I wanted to play Ultimate Alliance and it just wasn't coming. And they approached other ones, but they made it exclusive for Nintendo. And I don't know, and I don't care why they did it. I just don't like it. I don't like this deal. I don't like that the NFL deal that uh, and, and, and the FIFA deal that Madden does for 15 years. I don't like this deal with X-Men. Um, but it I'll is what it is. A, I'll never buy a football game ever again. Right? Ever. Ever. No football soccer and no football American football. No football, period. I won't give them a dime. Right? My issue is this. Because of the time it takes to make a game, right? The sheer magnitude of some of these titles, five, eight years, right? These exclusivity contracts, now you're relying on the studio or a studio to come out with a good game. And if it doesn't, you have to wait 10 years to see another one. Right. Like, I understand you're trying to cover the bases. You're trying to protect your investment sure. and whatever. But here's here's my problem with Sony's little decision-making here, right? Is you're trying to double down on an IP that people are already burned out on, and now you want sole custody of the superhero game genre in that particular region because you think it's going to work out for you in the end, and we can't get anything else to come out? Right. Right. It just sounds like three or four major decisions that are poor, right? Superhero burnout is real. Yeah. Right? The fatigue is real. Yeah. It, it's the fatigue is real, right? Look, look at the theaters. Every right now. every game can't be a superhero game. Just like every movie can't. I don't know about you guys, but I don't think Aquaman is doing it. <laughs> Aquaman is you want to talk about should we put Abe Vagoda on the screen? Like no, Aquaman's not yet. done. Not yet. Aquaman's no, done. Let let Christmas let the Christmas weekend go by. Right, it's gonna look because, disastrous. Because listen, because Christmas is on a Monday, right? Give him a full week, bro. Give him a whole nother week. Give him the New Year's after New Year's, and then we'll it's talk about disastrous. It. Anyway, go ahead. I'm just saying that it, right? I don't like exclusivity done this way. I don't like it. It it puts too much control into too few hands for an IP that should be enjoyed by as many people as possible. Now, if you believe that locking down this IP is the only way that you can compete in this kind of market, then I think that you have an issue within your company about what you guys are trying to accomplish. 
if we're talking about making games, right? They only see the games that are supposed to make $100 million, $200 million, $400 million. That's all they see. They don't see any other game. Because if we don't make the three-figure $100 million game, then we're not, we're not making games. Like, right. that's not how this works, right? That's not how this works, right? Nobody ran around hyping up Baldur's Gate 3 for three years. The people that love RPGs waited for their RPG to come out. We didn't have article after article after article blowing up the shit out of Baldur's Gate 3. Right. Because nobody gives a shit about RPGs. We already had this discussion months ago. Nobody cares, right? There's a small percentage of people that love RPGs, true yeah. RPGs, and so they were waiting for that game. And the fact that that game basically spat in the face of the current business model that every game company and publisher is doing right now is a victory for gaming in general. And the fact that immediately after a victory like that, we have, oh, by the way, we're going to lock your favorite thing. I'm going to put it in my pocket, and you're going to call me every time you want to see him. Right. Like, no, no. That's not how this is supposed to work. That's real, not how this is supposed real to quick, work. Real quick, I want to I uh, answer a question or a statement in, uh, in chat. Dave Rose says, uh, movie-wise, yes, but games-wise, it's still very popular. I, I beg to differ. Are you ready for this? So I'm going to name a couple of games for you, Dave, and I'm going to give you the sales numbers to those games, and I'm going to tell you what happened to the companies after those games were released. Are you ready? Marvel's Avengers sold less than 4 million copies, and the company got sold off to Embracer Group, which then closed down the, the, the game to never be played again, delisted. Okay. Then we have Guardians of the Galaxy, which was praised but sold very poorly. And also that company got sold off to Embracer Group because they underperformed as well. So that's two games that were marvel based that didn't do very well here's a third one marvel's midnight suns marvel's midnight suns came out underperformed and uh the company laid off workers because it underperformed and only sold i believe it was less than two million if i'm not mistaken uh for the marvel brand then we have then we have gotham knights okay which came out underperformed Okay, and they also stopped supporting the game now. They're done there uh, as well, and people left the studio. Okay, doesn't matter. Don't move the goalpost. You said you said that the superhero is not is still popular. I just named you four games in the last three years that came out all failed, all failed. The only two games that made it in the last three years was Miles Morales, which is Sony PlayStation, and it sold one third of the actual Spider Man. Uh, ma the, the, the main game in 2018, okay? But it still made money. And then Spider-Man 2, which is in the process of making money now. Other than those two games, there's not popular in any way, shape, or form. Okay? Insomniac, which I said in the very beginning of this whole se segment, is a very good company. I'm worried that Insomniac is going to get burnt out because they're making seven seven marvel games potentially in the that's next crazy. 10 years 12 years that's great that's crazy. okay right because they they already worked on they already did spider-man miles morales and spider-man 2 then they're going to be doing venom then they're going to be doing wolverine then they're going to be doing x-men 1 or i'm sorry because uh, wolverine's 1 x-men 2 and x-men 3 and then they can make an x-men 4 right that's eight games and they're also making a ratchet and clank which is the ninth game within 12 years okay so to say okay Right. 
Right, Jason. I'm just talking about Insomniac right now. We're not even talking about the Black Panther game, the Captain America game, and the Iron Man game. And then there's also rumored out there that there's a Deadpool game in the works, and we also have the Blade game that just got announced at the Video Game Awards, right? So 100%, they're banking on this superhero stuff, and they better hope that the superhero doesn't bomb like it has in the films, because the films are bombing big time, okay? And they'll have the same budgets as those games. Now, the only way this works out is if Wolverine, X-Men, and all those games from Insomniac are, don't have the same type of budget as Spider-Man does at $300 million a piece, okay? Because if they can get the budget down back below, like, the 200 mark, around, like, Horizon and stuff, <clears throat> if they only sell 4 million copies or 5 million copies or whatever, then that works out better for them. But if, they, if this keeps blowing up and within the next 10 years still goes out of control, something's got to give. But those are just my thoughts. Let me know yours in the comment section down below, right? So, yeah, but those were all shitty gamed. Guardians sold poorly because of the stigma of Avengers. Midnight Sun caused the card thing. So what do you think is going to happen with the rest of, rest of these? So you so think... We're, so we're, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you go. You no, go. No. So every reason in the book why they failed, but they could have made it. But all the ones that are coming out now, 100% chance they're going to make it? Like, I don't... No. How, how does that logic? How does that logic work? Right, we see what they're doing with superhero games. You're watching it live. Suicide Squad's out. We'll see. Coming out. Yeah, we'll see we'll what happens see. with Suicide Squad. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Right, but the fact that you are taking an IP, locking it down for ten years, and banking on it, when we just we're looking at all the superhero games that were made in the last five years, don't look good. It don't look good. Jason, uh, to be fair though, right, the the Marvel Snap. That's a that's a mobile game, very popular. So is Strike Force and those, but those budgets are nowhere near nowhere the, near nowhere near what the budgets are of the AAA games that they're making, right? Those, those are just basically. But cash you're cash. absolutely right. They're very popular and they make a shit ton of money because they also don't cost anywhere near what they cost those AAA games. It's basically video game slot machines. Yeah. Right. And and Rose, I want to make it clear. This is me not shitting on Sony and Insomniac. This is me not agreeing that the X-Men contract is just with that one company because I would like to see the Marvels succeed, like Marvel games succeed. Let, and, let and people if, make games. And if people are stuck on one console, I mean, even if PlayStation, again, even if PlayStation has 100 million units out there and they just passed the, they just surpassed 50 million, which is fantastic, right? If they pass 100 million, it's just like the PlayStation 4, where it's like 122 million units out there. There's only still 8 million people that bought the game out of the 100 million people that own a PlayStation, right? Where if, if, if people are going to criticize Starfield for being on Xbox and not selling enough, then you got to criticize the other side where they also do exclusives. I don't like exclusivity. I've, I've, I've been straight up with that. I don't like exclusivity. I want to be a person where you play your games where you want to play your games, Okay. That's a problem. If they put it on there and it doesn't make it, now obviously they are releasing it on PC. Now I don't know if they're doing day and date PlayStation 5 in the future and PC. If they are, fantastic. But if they're not and they're just getting it on PlayStation because they want to make those console sales, that's going to hurt the game sales. I don't, I don't like the direction when they do kind of stuff like this. I, I think they're just scared and they're trying to lock down IP so they know what they have later on down the road. Like during this year, we're going to have this superhero game come out. This year, we're going to have the superhero. Like they have it locked down. Like they know what's coming as opposed to juggling four or five games, delay, 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 and you don't know what's coming. 
right? You're focusing on the stuff that you know, and we'll see if it works, right? Right. Let, let's mark it down on the calendar. I'll do it right now, right? I'm going to start marking down stuff. We talk about these kind of games, and we're going to bring it back up every time. Every time we're going to bring it back up again because I'm tired of the goldfish brain. 2024 comes around. No more goldfish brain. I'm going to be taking notes, writing down the games we talked about. Big Book of Bull going to be live. Look, I, right? look I, I'm, I'm right a lot. Okay, I'm, I'm right more than I'm wrong, and I hope I'm wrong that they don't get burnt out and then people in droves want to get the Marvel games. But I'll tell you what, it just takes one stinker to go, well, this is subpar. And, and the problem with Insomniac making all of these games, if they just miss, okay, and one's not better than the next because they're, they're, they're making their own universe, which I think is cool, okay? But if right. Wolverine comes short of what Spider-Man was, then they're like, uh just not the same right this is the same thing what i talk about with sequels uh and, and 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 movies the first one you have no expectations then you're blown away then you have expectations for the second one and then it either hits those expectations or it goes below and if it exceeds those expectations and the third one comes out is not going to hit your next expectation and then that goes down okay it's very very hard to do what they do and if it's true that the x-men game is going to be a multiplayer game that has to sell well because if multiplayer games they don't sell well, it's you're you're, wait, you're waiting in a room with your fingers, like uh, when's the match going to start? When, when's the match going to start? And, and and not to mention on top of that, a lot of them they all want games to service. They want a whole shit ton of games yeah. games to service. And we talked about this or, not that many shows ago. We talked about this. There are not. I know there's a lot of people playing games, but not enough people to cycle through double digit live service games to keep them all satisfied. Right just isn't right and by the way we're not counting the mobile stuff i'm just counting the normal stuff yeah, just the regular like, console stuff yeah you, people throwing away two or three hundred dollars a day on like rage rage shadow legends and whatever other game is like that like and now you you want nine or ten games of service on consoles right we're, we're about to find out we're about to find out who will win i'm gonna be putting my money on people who are making a game and selling a game right Right. And not spending $400 million to make a games of service and then rolling the dice because that's what they're doing. Right. Chapter 8 says, uh, what's going on, Chapter 8? Uh, games take so long to make that I'm amazed companies are still making bets about what people will do in, into six or eight years from now. By that time, right. they're done developing a curtain game. Right. Right. What right. They're, they're trying Thank to, they're trying to ride the wave of, Thank you. they're trying to predict where we're going to be six years from now. What we're going to be interested in six years from now, right? Yeah. So, all right. The next story I want to talk about, Sarge, is uh, it says this article comes from T3.com. Uh, forget the PlayStation 5 Pro. Xbox will reportedly skip straight to the Xbox next generation sooner than thought. Okay, it says there's also a lot of talk on the PlayStation 5 Pro mid-generation update coming next year, but Microsoft will reportedly got, go one better. It's said to be considering jumping straight to the next generation machine, currently dubbed Xbox Next, to get ahead of its long-standing rival. It also could release the Xbox Series X2 games machine as early as 2026, it is claimed. Now, the journalist games industry, Jeff, uh, Jeff Grubb, who also recently said the PlayStation 5 Pro leaks are almost certainly genuine, says that the sources uh, that acknowledge that Microsoft plans to, quote, the first person is now saying that the Xbox will have its own up, uh, Xbox Next in 2026, whether that's a pro or a full followed-up console, they don't know. It says, we also claims that the disc-free update of Xbox Series X, which leaked in September, has been canceled in favor of the full refresh. 
This leaker is also saying that this stuff is canceled and said that they're going to do it with Xbox Next faster than they would have done otherwise, said Grubb. So that Microsoft would want to replace the current flagship console so soon without the mid-generation -gen upgrade does come at somewhat surprise. However, considering that the sales figure of Xbox Series X in comparison to PlayStation 5, which is 3 to 1 recently, I think it's 4 to 1 or 3 to 1 total, uh, it does make sense that they want to go ahead of Sony with the next generation. So my question to you, Sarge, is do you think this is a smart move for Xbox to cut cut their losses, I guess you could say, with this console generation, bring out the next console a year and a half to two years before PlayStation comes out with their new console. So they kind of get away from this comparison, how many they sold directly against PlayStation. You're, the conversation is going in the wrong direction, right? First of all, Xbox originally didn't care about the hardware. They wanted it to just be a service. Correct. And I still so think the they do. So, so the fact that they want to make a, ne a new generation console is already strange to me. Well, it doesn't say right? console. It just says the next generation. We don't know what that is. I think okay. it's a cloud-based system. Right. If, if by some slim chance that there's some stuff going on in the background, like with AI, right? And don't forget about that story about them being able to transfer data in, 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 in megabytes, Per second, or 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 yeah, the, the story we did like last year, right. where they can download right. Right. a ridiculous right. amount of the internet yeah. in seconds. So, yeah. so if there's something going on in the background where data transfer and cloud-based gaming and online play is completely streamlined and and buttery smooth, like if if that kind of stuff comes out, I could see what they're talking about. But the incrementals that the, the issue that I'm having is the incremental benefit of a next gen system now is is non-existent like back in the day things were doubling like speeds and transfer rates and doubling or tripling we've gotten to the point now where we can't fit any more transistors on a chip so they we have to we have to like there has to be a singularity moment in tech where we go graduate to the next level of technology because we're going we're basically pushing as fast as they can into this cul-de-sac, and there's nowhere to go from there. Like, a chip can only have so much on it. The chip can only be so small. We can only fit so many chips into a, into a box. That's all there is, right? We're going to get to a point, and that's it, right? Something has to break. Something has to, like, we're going to have to bust out of this, yeah. I this, this, this technological bubble that we're in in order for a true next game system. Now, to go with your point, in the old days, when you released a system, you had four or five titles that were specifically designed to be on that console. So when they released the console, you had those four or five titles to mess around with, showing you the power of that system. That's how you sold systems. Now, barely have a game come out, barely works on the system that they have, even though they had it out five years before they knew they were going to have it out. They knew what they had, right? And we don't get a game that fits the system that we bought. And then we're all waiting for the game to come out to show me what the power, why yeah. I bought why, why this bought system, system. Yeah. right? And so if that's where we are right now, I don't see anyone jumping or chomping at the bit to want to get another system based on promises of games that still, to this day, don't exist, right? I Somebody tell me in chat, somebody tell me what game is on Xbox Series X that belongs there and shows the power of the X. What game is that? What game is that? 
I'll wait. I'll be waiting a while. Maybe, because there isn't. Maybe Horizon. Maybe. That's that's a PlayStation game, bro. I'm talking about Xbox. Horizon. Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation is a whole different game. No, no. Horizon. Forza Horizon is oh, an Xbox oh, oh, game. Forza, Forza Horizon. It's like yeah. the Horizon. No, that's Gran Turismo. Forbidden West. No, 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 for no, that's, oh, you're West. talking. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about Forza Horizon. Right. I. This is what that's, I. That's also true, Dave. That's another thing in the conversation. I didn't want to bring up the potato because everyone knows yeah. how much I hate fucking the potato. Here's, right. Here's what I think they're doing. I, I don't know what the definition of next generation is. Now, we're assuming that the next generation is a console. I don't think they care about consoles. I don't think it is. I don't think they do, right? I've said it, I think, on this podcast four or five years ago. I said that they're going to have a the SS, the X discless, and that got canceled in September, right? Um, and then there, I said within the next five to seven years, or I said six to seven years, uh, it's a clip, uh, six to seven years, I said that it's going to go cloud-based. Now, if they come out in 2026 with this next console, it could be a hybrid. But if, look at the Xbox right now, right? Xbox right now, Xbox Series S, Xbox Series X, the television set, you're streaming from a cloud, right? They don't even have a console anymore. You can just stream it from the cloud. I've been testing it's or getting playing. Better. It's getting better. Right? I've, been getting I've been playing for the last three days on my MetaQuest 2. They have an actual Xbox uh, app beta on, on the MetaQuest 2. I put the headset on because I'm coming down this weekend. I don't have to bring my Xbox anymore. I just put the headset on and I can start playing games and it's actually really good. Okay. Really good. Okay. It's getting better. So three years from now, what is that box going to be? Or two years from now, whatever in 2026, I believe, well, I, don't, I don't think it's a box. Do you, do you really believe that Xbox is about the piece of hardware that they're going to lose money on? Do you believe no, that? No. And this is what I'm about to tell you. I think it's that keystone thing. Okay. Now I know people are going to laugh at that. I don't think it's the most powerful system, but I do think the keystone is the key to get to their servers that has that power behind the, the cloud or whatever it is. So you buy this little box or whatever it is, because why are they going to put a box and not just beam it to your television set? Okay. One, they don't want anyone to go out and buy a, that, that's the gateway, right? The, 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 the stopping point, the, 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 what do you call it? The, yeah, the gate, like they're gatekeeping, right? They don't want you to go out and buy a $700 television set or whatever to get that. If they could get this price point, and they said this last year, they said they're not releasing it anytime soon because they can't get the price low enough. Okay, right now they're selling right, yeah, Yet. right, right now they're selling the S's for one hundred and fifty bucks. They're selling the X's right now for three hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, one hundred and fifty dollars off the X, two hundred dollars, one hundred fifty dollars, whatever off the S. Okay, I think that they get this keystone out there, and it's less than a hundred bucks, less than a hundred dollars. Okay, and it comes with Game Pass. Okay, and it's not going to be for everybody. Okay, but it's it's another gateway to get into their ecosystem of just Game Pass, right? Because once you have that box, you can't go anywhere else. You're you're stuck in that realm. Now you can go out and buy a PlayStation. Cool, right? You can go play games on PC, and Xbox doesn't care about that. They want you to play on PC. They want you to play on your mobile device. They want you to play on the Meta, right? They want you to play wherever you feel like playing. Go ahead and play, right? I think. They also can use this as a factor of because the deal in the contract that they had in the courtroom is that they couldn't make Call of Duty better for Xbox on this generation. Okay. Well, if they stick with this generation, they wait till 2028 and bring out the next Xbox. Okay. That's four more years, five more years where they have to play ball, where they have to keep it the exact same and not have the better version or whatever it could be 
on the Xbox. Well, if they make another generation system, they could make a Call of Duty and go, well, if you want to play it the best, this is where it is. It's still going to be on the S. It's still going to be on the X. It's still going to be on the PlayStation 5, but that's last gen, right? This is the next gen, and this is where that Call of Duty, if you want to play it the best, this is where you do it. I'm not saying this is what they could do, but they could do something like this with the with the next gen and get around the loopholes that they do because uh, that's what companies like to do. They try to try to work their way through the system, right? I, I, I don't see... I don't see where we're going to go from here without something coming out. Right now, there's there's so much negativity in the in the, in the industry. What's going on with with employees? What's going on with business models? What's going on with just gaming in general? Like, yeah, everyone keeps saying it's the greatest year in gaming. Sure, like you can say it's the greatest year in gaming because you got Baldur's Gate three and maybe a couple of really good titles. But meanwhile, the absolute destruction of the business model and thousands of people being laid off and studios being traded over like Pokemon cards, right. as opposed to as opposed to building up a generation of people that that work well in the industry instead of beating the crap out of them and throwing them to and throwing them into the wind. Like, how many times are you going to change jobs before you figure out where you want to be? Right. That's not how it was. Right. 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 Very hard to get into an industry where you don't even know if the studio is going to survive a year because the one idea that the boss had isn't going to pan out because it was a game as a service, right? So we're going to get bought out, right? Things have to calm down a little bit, right? People have to concentrate on what it is they're trying to do. Are we making video games or are we trying to uh, en encapsulate a three or 400 million people yeah. that are going to give us 50 bucks a month? Yeah. Before they buy we, anything. We want to give you as many things as possible and charge you that 10, 15, 20 bucks, $25 to keep right. you coming back, right? Right. The we'll whole be... thing is, if I don't, listen, if I don't have a box in my house, then you already know it's a service, right? And you already know that services come with plans and plans have varieties and varieties have options. Like, you, you know where this goes down. But you know you, what this is. But you also, if you have a box in your house, you know you're paying for a service. But if you don't have a box in your house, I forget about it, and you just pay a monthly fee, and you forget to cancel right. it because it, you're it's, out of sight. It's just, it's it's just, just another there. thing. It's, it's just there. Right? Just another bill that comes out of your checking account. Every I know month it, and you don't even pay attention. I to I know it, it sounds stupid, but psychologically, that's what it is. Psychologically, that's you, if you don't see, you're like, oh, I'm a, you know, whatever. I if I didn't see, if I didn't, if I didn't physically hand over the money or the check, then I didn't pay for nothing, right? Right. So that's have the, have auto pay on and auto whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. What's what's Game Pass? Uh, oh, you mean the video game thing? Yeah, I got a video game thing for my kids. They love it, right? They, Fifteen bucks a month, and here's the best part: you get a notice or an email saying that Game Pass is going up. You're not gonna know because you got auto pay on, and right. you don't give a shit. And, and and on top of that, if they make a cheaper box, and it's powered by the cloud or Azura or whatever, and again, this is just my speculation. I don't know if this is what's happening. Oh yeah, it's okay. all speculation, right? Yeah, it is all even speculation. Though, even, even though we're like 70-30, but yeah. it's a speculation. Let's roll with it. Right. I think that, look, if it's a cheaper box, then every time they sell one of those, they, they got you in inside the ecosystem, okay? And it's more money to them in their pockets because now they're not making a $350 box or a $500 box, giving you a $100 box, and, and, they're, and they're giving you the drug for free. Here's three months of, of Game Pass for free, right? And you're like, oh, wow, this is pretty good, right? And then you're like, wow, I can explore this whole goddamn solar system for $10? Yeah, this is a pretty good game. Not a great game, but it's a pretty good game. Let me see what people are saying on the internet. Wow, there's no one talking about it, right? Like, that's, that's what they want you to do, right? That, that, that's what they want you to do. 
Krebsy says, Phil said that lost a console war, an Xbox model they're going towards doesn't need a console because the money for them is getting uh, their games in as many hands as possible. There you go. Uh, as yes. more powerful consoles would lead to Microsoft losing money on that console, which they no longer need to do. Yeah, right. And, and that's what I think is going to happen. Right. I, I was thinking about the other day when I saw the sale. Right. It's just a sale for the holidays. But the S that everyone hates. Okay. Is $150, Sarge. So put yourself in this position. Okay. You have a kid. I think I, I, think I want to buy one on purpose just to smash it. Right. Well, listen to this. Right. Put yourself in this position. We're, we're in hard times. In reality here, lots of people yes. are hurting for money. Yes. Okay. Obviously, you Broke. shouldn't. Yeah, you Broke. obviously shouldn't be buying a console for anything if you're if you're struggling. Okay, but 150 bucks, 150 bucks for the kids. Three months for the kids of Game Pass. Okay, or you could buy Game Pass for the year. Let's just say, let's just say you buy Game Pass for three years. Okay, you buy the the S for 150, right? Then you pay. The low fee of eleven dollars a month, right? Eleven dollars a month times, let's say thirty-six, which is three hundred ninety-six, plus the one fifty for the box, right? Is the same price as just a PlayStation bundle, right? Five forty-six, okay. PlayStation bundle with one game right now. If you buy it at Costco or Target or whatever, right? Let's just say you get it for five hundred with the bundle. That's one game with one device that you're getting for one time, and and, and unless it's a game that you can play non-stop if it's a single player game they're probably it's washed up it's it's probably done after they played it right but the parent that's broke can give their son or daughter three years of video games plus a console okay now obviously they still have to pay for the internet and they're broke and they're probably putting money on their account and they're debt and they can't pay their bills but these are all different parts of the conversation but it's amazing to me and i'm like wow 150 bucks and those people have no idea what they're buying it's a piece of shit box but they're gonna buy it anyway because they're like 150 dollars Right? Like, I saw someone talking the other day, the little Game Boy things, have you seen them online? Or the little thumb drive that you stick into your, uh, and it's, it's got like 2,000 games, right? On a little thumb drive, and it's like 40 bucks, right? We know what that is, right? But the people that don't, they're like, I just bought, I just bought my son and daughter a, uh, a gaming system that has 4,000 games on it for 40 bucks. And it's a piece of shit little console thing that they, they're like, they don't care, right? So you look at it, what they could do, and we, in this chat, and me and you, we're gamers. We're like, Very stay minority. away. Stay away from the S, right? But the rest of the people in the world that have no idea, the majority of the population that's like, it's $150 for that game. Boy, my son's going to love that. And they're going to pick it up, and they're going to give it to him, and then their son's going to go, not a PlayStation. <laughs> right. That's the first thing yeah. they'll say. They're like, this not is a not a PlayStation. Yep. Yep. And that's when the backhand happens, and the foot up the ass, and... Dave Langer says that most internet companies give free internet for low income uh, or spend $100 for six months for GeForce Now. Yeah, there, there's personally, a lot of stuff. Personally, what I want to see is I want to see a reinvestment in online connections throughout the country. I want to see where everyone, and I know it won't be because of gaming that does it. It'll be for another reason, but the benefit of this reason will make online gaming incredible because we won't have any more lag anymore. Right. Imagine playing your favorite multiplayer games with no lag, like zero lag. Like right. that's that's where I want to be. 
I think we're close. I think they're trying to they're trying to figure out what what's the doorstop at this point that's slowing us down. But I'm pretty sure they're close because they want to be able to charge you more for online, and the only way they can do that is to tell you that oh it's buttery smooth, grey, like you no lag, like it, you're basically playing across the country real time. Like I don't know if right. you want to use fiber optics or lights lights or whatever they want to light data transfer something something different where I could play all my multiplayer games and zero lag. That's what I'm waiting for. Right? That's what I'm waiting for. Chapter 8 says, you guys remember Cat Williams' bit from years ago where his son asked for a PlayStation 4 and he said, I'll buy you a PlayStation 3 with 100 games. Yes! That's what I'm saying, right? We, we Chapter 8, in this chat, we're like keeping up with the Joneses, right? Best next, next game comes out. We're excited for that game. We buy that game up, full price, 70 bucks. But then the rest of the world is like... Not everybody does. Like, what if we you know. go to GameStop right now, how many people do you think are in there buying brand new games? They're coming in with a stack of old games. They're like, how much do I get this? 20 cents? All right, here's 20 cents for that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll get that used game, right? They, they turn in like 12 games just so they can get the one used game because they can't afford the new game. Okay. Yeah. Like, $70 is a lot, bro. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure you remember how broke you are when you were a kid playing video games, but $70 is a lot for a video game. Yeah. But and that's not counting whether or not the game is just the game or other stuffs inside. So, someone said in my chat the other day, and I, I, I don't know why I never thought about this or heard of this. Maybe because I just don't give a shit. Uh, people are like, PlayStation Five is like the status symbol. It's like owning an Apple device, right? Like back in the day, like owning Apple was like a status symbol. Like if you own Apple, then you're you got money, right? And if you own a PlayStation, then you own money. And I was like, I guess, yeah. But I just look at it as PlayStation is the high end. And Xbox doesn't need to be high end. It, it's the mid grade, right? Right. Right. Well, but but that battle's been going on for a while. The quintessential attitude between the PlayStation and the Xbox people was originally who's got the better console, and then Xbox basically let let Xbox basically let PlayStation talk themselves up into a corner where they're almost like elitist, and they're like, okay, well, you could be elitist. We're Joe Schmo. Right, right. They're like, yeah, you have the high end market. We'll take you, everybody you, else. Right, you take right. You take the high end market. Right, we'll, and take, we'll take everybody take else. The rest, the rest of the world. That's right? that's exactly right. Do you, do you have a phone? Right. Yes. Right. Do you, do you like, have a TV? Even yes. Even right. X, Microsoft is saying like the most basic shit. Do you have an electronic device in your hand? <laughs> yeah, we got you. Right. Like, even if if PlayStation sells two hundred million units. There's a billion people that have devices yeah. out there. Four, four billion, like four yeah. or five billion people. Yeah. yeah. And Xbox like, we'll take that. You guys, you could take the high end 200 million people. Right. Take, take your 200 million people. Rock on. Yeah. We're going, we're going for the 6 billion. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't understand it, but Hey, whatever. Let's, let's talk about the next story. Remember that story we talked about last year, Sarge, and you, you said it was about the hacker that, that hacked into GTA six Rockstar and dropped a 90, yeah. Uh, the 90 clips uh, of videos yeah. and stuff like that, right? And, and and I said, I said, we'll see what happens. To we'll him. see what happens if, 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 if he gets, if he gets put if, if he gets prosecuted. If yeah. he gets prosecuted, and then a couple months ago, we heard that he didn't get prosecuted, like because he he yep. commit he he uh, said he was insane or he wasn't he wasn't capable of all all state of mind. Can't, can't stand trial because you're mentally deficient. I got it, you. Right. But, so right, we'll play the we'll, we'll play the crazy card. Got it. Go ahead. Oh, here you want us to learn something really cool today that I learned, Sarge. If you right click on a page, right, and I scroll down here, force dark. Okay, because some pages don't have dark mode. 
right? And you can do this on any page. I learned that today. I learned that today. Anyway, so Lapis, GTA 6 but, hacker. No, no, press the button. Knowing's half the battle. Press, the, press it. Oh, I don't have that on this on this board. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. G.I. Joe. Uh, yeah, sorry. Knowing half the battle. Come yeah, on, man. I, I have it on my regular stream. I don't have it in the board for this. Right? So, Lapis, GTA 6 hacker handed indefinite hospital order. Now, you're like, what does that mean? Okay. So, an 18-year-old hacker... Sounds, sounds made up, so go yeah, ahead. So, an 18-year-old hacker who leaked clips of the forthcoming Grand Theft Auto GTA came has been sentenced to indif uh, indefinitely to a hospital order. Now, Aaron... Uh, from Oxford, who is autistic, was key member of the international gang Lapis. Okay, the gang attacked tech giants including Uber, Nvidia, and Rockstar Games. Cost firms nearly ten million dollars. Now, the judge said skills that he desired to commit cybercrime meant to remain a high risk to the public. He will remain a secure hospital for life unless doctors deem him no longer danger. Now, the court heard his case and been violated uh, or violent while in custody. Uh, uh, with dozens of reports of injured and property damage. Now, doctors deemed him unfit to stand trial due to his uh, acute autism, so the jurors were asked to determine whether or not he committed alleged acts uh, not to be did so with criminal intent. Now, the mental health ass assessment used a part of ses uh, sentencing. Hearing said continued to express intent to return to cybercrime as soon as possible. He is highly motivated. Okay, the jury also was told that while he was at the bail on hacking NVIDIA and BT slash EE and the, the police or uh, and the police protection at the travel lodge, he continued hacking while he was under police surveillance. And that's when he broke in to Rockstar and he broke into Rockstar's server with an Amazon Fire Stick in the hotel TV and a mobile phone. Okay, he stole 90 clips of the unreleased Hugely anticipated Grand Theft Auto 6, he broke into the company's internal Slack message system to declare, if Rockstar does not contact me in Telegram within 24 hours, I will start releasing source code. And he then posted clips to source code and form under username Teapot Uber Hacker. And he was uh, re uh, arrested and detained until his trial. Earlier this month, the trailer of GTA 6 was released, uh, clocking up 128 million views on YouTube in just four days. The sentencing hearing of this is so he basically he's now in a hospital. So basically, it's like Arkham Asylum. I think we we have our first our first supervillain here, Sarge, and he's now in a, in a hospital jail. Okay, and he's there forever until the doctors see fit that he forever. can go. But that's what he's indefinite until the doctors say that he can go back. Okay, I personally think this is what I would have done, but I don't know how you're gonna do this. Yeah, let him never touch a computer or any device ever again, which would be really hard to do. Okay, right. send him to Pennsylvania. Have him hang out with the Amish. Yeah, they right. That's basically you. You're sentenced to live with the Amish and to never touch electronics again. Be gone. You know what I mean? Like, so he's he's there, and that's what he's doing. That's uh pretty intense, I have to say. But uh, so well, we I I never I didn't watch the trial. I don't know what happened. I don't know. I have enough information to make a speculation on this, but I, I will say this. If, if all he did was hack stuff and put it on the internet, he didn't put anyone's bank statements or anything like that. He didn't like, he didn't out like a bunch of people from rockstar. And all he did was like, right. People, hack, people got hack hacked insomniac and they dox people. Right. Right. He did practically nothing as far as white collar crime goes, because no one lost any money. No, the way that they treated him, right. Is an example. Considering, 
considering on what other people have done when they hack or get people's information or steal millions of dollars and those people go away scot-free, right? It seems a little twisted. That's all I'll say about it. Yeah, if but a kid, if a kid can hack and he's really good at it, but he didn't do anything malicious, nothing was malicious. Life in prison's he, a bit much. He, he was not in prison. He's in hospital prison. Doesn't matter, man. So, so, matter. so basically, uh, he's the first member of the real life suicide squad. When they need someone to break into something, the government will knock on the hospital door and be like. Uh, we need you to hack somebody for us. Need, I guarantee you that's exactly why he's there. We need the hacker. That's his name. That's right. his villain name, the hacker. Okay? Yep. We need I'm, the I'm, hacker. It, it, the hypocrisy that we're living in now is at, is at a biblical amount. right? It, that man should not be in prison for the rest of his life. He should probably have some therapy and probably go to jail for a while and have to probably teach him not to do the things he's did. But the other people that we know... Who've done ten times worse than that? Involved in hacking and stealing information well, and stealing millions of dollars. I don't hear about them spending life in a mental ward. Yeah, I, I, what I find interesting is if, if this kid just robbed banks, right? The people that just did doxing, what do they get? The death penalty? Like, what's happening with with the people that just uh, hacked into insomniac? The, the justice system currently, if you haven't paid attention, is fucking broken. Okay. Right, we're putting a kid in a hospital jail for life, and other people are walking the streets doing whatever they want. This is not even a conversation I want to get into. For I the mean, ending of this. this guy could be the next Riddler. He could be the Joker. This could be, this could be an origin story right here in the making. He is definitely there. So if they need him for something, that they're going to ask him. Guaranteed. What's What's going to happen Guaranteed. here? What's going to happen? He's going to break out, Sarge, and either Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, or Elon Musk is going to either have to be. Iron Man or Batman, and they're going to have to fight him to the death. That's what they're going to have to do. The only yeah. way. It's, it's, it's a strange. <laughs> the supervillain has to go up against the billionaire, right? This is it. This is the origin story of the hacker. He's going he's gonna to hold the whole world hostage from a hospital bed with the, uh, with the IV inside fire, on a straitjacket. A, a fire stick and a phone is all he needed. Yeah, that's all he needed. A fire stick, fire stick and, a, and a cell phone. He seems very resourceful. Let's put it that way. He, you know right. what? Props I, to him if you like MacGyver. How old is he? Do you remember how old he, he was? He was 18. Okay. so I think he was 18. 16 at the time. He's 18 now. 16 years old, hacked a major corporation, right? Didn't steal anything, though. Just hacked it because he could. Now, let's... Because he, he was let's, bored. Because he's bored. So let's, let's focus Don't make him play the, Starfield. Yeah, we'll have let's plenty focus of time on, on, his hands. on the entire other group of people who are 16 to 19 and their life. What are you doing right now? Right? What are you doing with your life? Right? Still I mean, mad? I'm still mad at the world? Are you I'm, still mad at the I'm world? I'm definitely not maybe, going to the psych maybe ward. Maybe you should that. apply yourself. Huh? Maybe you should apply yourself because I guess applying yourself works wonders, doesn't it? I mean, I wouldn't know what. I have a fire stick. It is It is impressive, Vorian. I that kid, I, that kid has done more with his life in four I, years than most of the people I know in forty years. I'm really, I'm really sad right now because I have a fire stick, and when Dad visited the a couple weeks ago, I couldn't get it to turn on with the controller. This dude hacked into a company with a mobile phone and a fire stick, and I couldn't even turn my fire stick on to the television set. So I, I have no hope here. I'm definitely not going to a psych ward in any way, shape, or form. It's, it's. It's it's crazy the punishment for the crime, and it doesn't fit. I'm sorry. Uh, all I can say is I'm sorry he was so good that he's messed with you twice. 
and you still can't figure out how to stop him. Right? I don't know if it was so twice. Was it twice? I think it was just once. If if you can't if you can't stop an 18-year-old from hacking into your corporation, I don't have a lot of faith in most banks. The crazy part I is I just don't. Yeah, I just that's don't. just that he hacked into the system of a mobile phone and a fire stick in a hotel room. What is your security like? I'm not even going to do two what, two what, factor authentication anymore because what? what's the point? What's the what's yeah, what, the point? Right. Right. Oh, oh! You want my last name and middle name <laughs> and my thumbprint? It's not gonna lock it down like Fort Knox. I doubt it. I doubt it. I fucking doubt. We have it. no fucking hope if they can't hold their stuff. What the hell do I care if I have two factor authorization on my phone? So, so uh, reality point. I want you to know that I I burn my debit card every three months on purpose. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, good yeah. fact. I don't. Tr I trust nobody. I, I burn my own card and I get a new one every three months. And they don't really care. I mean, it's just weird. It, I care. I no, care no. because the, re the, the reason the reason I care is because credit card you can dispute all day long, but a debit card you're in charge. No, no, I wasn't you're, saying you're, I wasn't saying it to liable. you. I was saying it to Kudapaba because he said banks have super shitty digital security, and I said they don't care. Apparently, yeah. So here's here's another story, Sarge. Right? What are we? Uh, when did when did Anthem come out? When did Anthem come out? Anthem came Does it out. Doesn't matter. Well, it does matter because I I would like to. Anthem came out in what 2018 or was it 2019? Six years, Six years ago. Was it was it that long ago? Release date was 2019. Okay, so 2020, 21, 22, 23, four years. Okay, so the next story is Bioware. Anthem flew to five million overall copies. Okay, so close, Sarge. Close. It was this close. This close. From making a profit and becoming Anthem 2. So we could, right Thank at this point. God. Right. <laughs> Before Bioware returned to Mass Effect Dragon Age, its co-op shooter Anthem very nearly broke even for EA. Very nearly broke even. I bet you it did break even with the microtransactions and stuff that they that they, they sold as well. Uh, the LinkedIn for Alexander Skorgrabamine. I've butchered it. High five. Uh, EA Global Director of Social Media until 2021 lists sales figures for several titles in his mentions of co-op shooter. He further revealed that the game was sold 2 million copies in launch week. Okay, there you go. And for a brand new property, that much in a single week is impressive, especially since it had a semi-early release on Xbox via EA Play. But Anthem released... Then. What's that? It was back then. Yep. But Anthem released mid-February of 2019 and was hoped to sell five to six million copies by that March. Now, EA said that it would keep faith in the game, but later turned down Bioware's plans for a soft reboot, a la Destiny, the Taken King, and the game received two free add-ons post-launch, but development has been ended since 2021. Now, it sold two million, failed, and went on to sell five million, uh, you know, it sold two million that first week and then staled, staled out. I use this example for our, our YouTube videos that we that I create, where the first hour is like, yeah, it's doing great, and then all of a sudden it just flat lines for like a week and a half, and then you're like, ah, it's done, right? That's what happened with them. They're like, yeah, two million, and then it went flat line, and then it, it finished up with five, uh, and never be heard of again, and, and closed down, right? So, seems very interesting, right? Like Anthem, right? We together say Anthem is a flop. Anthem's broke. It was done. It was un, un, you know, it was, it was, it was a fun game. It was, it was over promised and broke. Well, it was a fun game, but it just had no end game, and it still was buggy and whatnot, right? It was over promised and broken. But here's my my point of this, right? It sold five million copies and was a failure. Okay, 
because we don't know what the budget was and stuff like that. But now you look at games like other games where they're like, oh, it sold 2.7. That's success, right? They're like, oh, Final Fantasy 16, 3.3. That's a success. Meanwhile, Anthem, 5 million. What a trash game. Fucking broke, bro. Stupid game. Never going to sell. Meanwhile, these other games sold 2 million less. And they're like, awesome game. Going to make a sequel, right? And it's just, it's just weird. Now, obviously, it all depends on what the budget was for these certain games because 3 million copies for one game, okay, could be more profit than the 5 million because if it was a $400 million budget and it was a $15 million budget, that's going to be a lot different, right? So I just find it funny that it's close. Like, what do they need to make, right? They needed, it sold 5 million. So what did it need? Five and a half, six to, to keep it going? Like, what, what was the marker that EA was like, yeah, no, we can't do lost, lost leaders here. We only can, we can only do, right? Even Jedi Survivor right now, I think it's only like 3 million, 3.5 million or something like that. Let me look that up. Right? I think Jedi Survivor, the last that they told us, I think is around 3 million, I think. Uh, let's see. Jedi Survivor. Total copies. Uh, Deep Silver has already revealed that the game has sold 1 million units, which is a strong result in the market and all these buy That's on November 9th, 2023. So that's it. I don't know. 1 million. So that's done, right? We're not getting a we're not getting a trilogy. If it only sold 1 million copies, that's done, right? No one's talking about that if that if that's true, but we actually don't know the sales numbers. What what's reported is as of November 9th, 2023, Jedi Survivor uh, it says, according to the game sensor forecast, the game achieved sales of nearly 52 million within the first month alone. All right, well, 52 million. And if we go with the $70 price tag, okay, let's see, 52 million. 52 million divided by 70. Yeah, it's less than a million copies. That's 742,000 copies of Jedi Survivor. Okay, so, na, 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 right? That, that's probably not going to make a profit. But I guarantee you we get a third Jedi, right? I guarantee you we get a third Weird. Jedi. Weird, right? Because like I said, in the movie industry, like I say, every, all others, I gave an example the other day, Sarge, that um, the money that Guardians of the Galaxy made, which was $843 million or something like that at the box office, it made money. It made like $400 million profit. But then you have the Marvels that came out after Guardians of the Galaxy, which cost it, it them. Except for them. And they lost $450 million. So that knocks Guardians of the Galaxy down to nothing because it's a wash, right? Yep. But it's a wash, meaning they broke even, and in Hollywood standards, that's a win. That's a goal, and they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and make another one. They're gonna make another make one. Make another one. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's the way it works. That's how it works. <clears throat> but, but meanwhile, I'm pretty sure if we talk about everyone about Jedi Survivor, how everyone loved the game. Yeah, Krebsy, it was. But you got to remember that list. Let me bring up that list for you. Where is that list? that list that that list that we showed this morning was for um hard copies sold and i can't find it now um yeah that was hard copies sold let me bring it up and we don't we don't know the actual hard copy right this was this this one no, we'll just go to the game biz <clears throat> This was what you're talking about right here. Uh, Best-selling games of the year. Digital sales not included. So this is just hard copies. And uh, Jedi Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And this is what I said this morning. 
We don't know what Hogwarts sold physical copies wise. It could sell a hundred, right? And it would be top of the list. And Call of Duty sold 99 and Legend of Zelda sold 98 physical copies, right? We don't know what the actual copies were because they don't actually put the numbers on the screen. So Giant Survivor uh, being on this list, okay, hard copies sold, probably sold a couple hundred thousand. And we just don't know where it lands in that list because obviously Diablo sold 10 million units, but this is a hard copy and it's number six. Right? right and and marvel spider-man 2 has sold almost three and a half to four million units or five million units whatever it is and yet it's number four but diablo sold 10 million units and it's number six so hard copies sell we don't we, counting? We, we don't know right we don't right. know what are, what, are, what are we counting is yeah. the problem what are we counting yeah <clears throat> so it's interesting that Everyone's always like, well, they're not going to make a game if it, if it lost money. Sure. It could be a lost leader just so they can break another one, especially yeah. if it's a if it's a it, it might not be the best selling title. But if this makes enough money where they're like, oh, you know what? We can we can write that off. We can push that because this other game made a lot of money and we can do that. Now, just think about what Microsoft does with their money. Right. They're like, well, this game didn't sell very well. Well, we made 400 million this month from Game Pass. All right. Where are we where are we influxing that money into? Right. Right. Because it, it washes right. out whatever didn't make money or did, you know what I mean? Right. And they just keep having that income coming in every month. Every month. Every month. It's like a landlord, right? Comes knocking on your door. You have the, uh, you, have my, you have my rent. You're like, yeah, here you go. Thank you. And he walks away. Goes to the next door. That's why they build condos, <laughs> right? Because every month you got, you got 60 people within a 24 square radius to, to get their money instead of walking down the block. I'm I'm hoping for a more positive year with gaming. I'm hoping. I'd, I'd like to see some games actually come out. I don't want to hear any more dates. I don't pay attention to any more dates. When your game comes out, we'll talk. I'm not going to flip follow this this chasing this tail shit this year. Don't care. Don't care how hyped the game is. Don't care what it, what's it about. I want to hear that the game is out. I don't care about what date the date that comes out anymore. Don't care. <clears throat> well, speaking of a game that you don't care about, uh, Suicide Squad. Right, yep. they did their second insider developer thing, and I caught it. I I watched it. Are you tired of being right? I am. I am. I'm, I'm tired. Nah, that's not true. I'm. I'm never tired of being right. Um, I mean, the, the the poison ivy thing though was was a good call. I mean, based on the information you had three months ago or four months ago, a month. That, it was just that, a month ago from the other insider. Yeah, just yeah. A, just a month. Um, but Suicide Squad. Um, here's here's an example of expectations, right? Everyone's like, it's going to fail. It's going to bomb. It's going to be terrible. My expectations are Rocksteady tells good stories. Like, they write good stories. Hence why I like Arkham Asylum, Arkham Knights, the whole series, right? Now, obviously, they didn't make the third one, but the first two games that they made were, were fantastic. Story. Uh, I like comics. I like Batman, right? Suicide Squad. I'm not a big fan of Suicide Squad, but I'm a fan of Rocksteady, and I'm a fan of comics. And... This game is coming out, and my expectations of this is that it's going to be a good story-driven game with a sprinkling of co-op and, and, and the live service afterwards was just the icing on the cake, right? So this game, if people want to give criticism where it's not going to get turned around and going to flop and whatnot because it's a live service game, that stands because it's not just a single-player game. It's a live service game, that they so it, it can fail by not continuing on the... The, the live service aspect of it, right? But I'm just interested in the single-player aspect. So they showed a couple of things, right? They showed a bunch of vendors, okay? They showed a bunch of vendors. While uh, the Penguin's in there, and he's your weapon smith, 
Okay, he's your weaponsmith. Then you have uh, uh, the toy man, who's going to give you gadgets and whatnot to help you along to go up against the the, the villains, which is the the heroes, which is uh, the Justice League. Then you have Poison Ivy, who people are losing their shit on, by the way, because it's a kid. Okay, uh, they're like, ah, oh, it's a fucking kid, and it's like. It's a fake character in a, in a comic book universe. It's okay. It'll be okay. Calm down. Take a deep breath. Right? So she's got your inflictions, right? So she's going to be giving you, there's four different inflictions that you can put on your weapons and whatnot. And that sounds interesting. And then there's one more guy. I forget the, I forget the, the fourth one, but he gives you the, the vehicles uh, that you can use in the world as well. I think this is pretty interesting that they're doing this. Now, I smell... I smell Marvel's Avengers, right? Everything about this game, not the way it looks, not the way it's playing. I played it, okay? But the way monetarily that they're, they're showing for this, Toy Maker, thank you, Rose. Um, the way they're going to monetize this with the free content moving forward, I said that this game lives or dies, just like I said, every other superhero game that comes out that's a multiplayer co-op game, it lives or dies with how many heroes you put in the game to get, how many villains you have me go up against, and that continuously goes and keep that content coming. So we'll see what happens uh, along those lines. Now, there was uh, a couple of leaks, which I will not go over because I don't want to ruin anybody's time with the game that they want to enjoy or whatnot. Uh, you can go out there and find leaks and if you want to know. Uh, people are upset, though, um, and I'll be, very, I'll be very generic because of the leaks, right? I'm just going to say the name of the game is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Okay? And I'll leave it at that. So I'm going to say people are upset because you might have to kill the Justice League. I know it's crazy. These are probably the same people that yelled at you when they said this is not Sea of Friends. This is Sea of Thieves. Right? It's in the title. Okay? Well, this is now Kill the Justice League. So you're probably going to have to kill the Justice League. So... Uh, that's just one of the one of the, the problems. I think this is gonna be a fun game. Um, I think the story is gonna be cool, and it's interesting enough, Sarge. If as long as they took the ten months and don't make the same mistake as Marvel's Avengers, I said this on my stream. I'm saying it again here for people that never watched those streams. As long as they take those ten months and flushed out what happens after launch, right? It got delayed ten months. If the game comes out and they have that story driven content that's happening and then all of a sudden the first year of content is ready to come out and they're not chasing the tail like Marvel's Avengers did where there, it was broken buggy and they're trying to fix it as they're going and then have to postpone the stuff. So as that postpone comes in the live service aspect, I wish people would, I wish companies, and I'm going to say this because just in case, because I do know that some Rocksteady employees do watch my stuff. Okay? Because they said so. Okay, so I wish that a company like Rocksteady and any other company is going to make a multiplayer game that they work on the content that comes out after the main campaign and it's already done and in the can. Because what that does is then they can concentrate if there is bug fixes to fix the bug fixes without making the first content. You know what I'm saying? Like right now they should be working on year two of the content or at least stay six months ahead so they're not chasing their tail, okay? Because if they don't do that, then that's going to be a major issue, right? But with these games, they, they want to make monetization. 
right? And I want to know what the monetization is going to be. I'm interested in seeing how many characters they bring in after the fact. Um, this doesn't interest yeah, you at but, all, right, Sarge? This doesn't interest you yeah, at but, all. But but to play into what you're saying, being broken buggy and waiting for fixes is what, is what keeps you in the game. And according to their business model, the longer you stay in the game, the better chances they have of making money off of you. So whether it's broke or not, to them, having a broken game is better because you're going to be waiting until they fix it before you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it keeps you in the game, right? You go back right. all the time, check and see if it's fixed. You're going back to check and see if there's an update. Like, me being in the game is the goal. It doesn't matter if I... if if. If I don't buy anything right away, in their mind, the little spreadsheet says, well, if X number of players play, uh, sp plays the game for 12 hours, this is your, uh, this is your monetary recoup. Like, that's, that's how they weigh you out. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. I, I think, um, like I said, I'm not, I'm not looking into this game. It's just my expectations of this game is not like, this is the next Destiny killer. This is, this is going to be the next 10-year game. I'm literally going into this game as story. And if the story's good or bad, if it sucks, I pay my money, I play the game, I find out if it's good or bad, and then I stop playing the game. And then it's a wash because I looked, it's a single-player game for me. I looked at those skill trees. I know that might be beta, alpha, whatever you want to call it, but those skill trees look exactly look, like Borderlands. Borderlands, yeah. So a lot of people are saying that this game is Borderlands-esque. Hey, I'll even go yeah. as far as saying Poison Ivy reminds me of Tiny Tina. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. She reminds yeah. me of Tiny Tina... Some of the characters, the way they present themselves, they're like off the wall type of thing. But they're all supposed to be crazy. You know what I mean? They're all like the guy who hacked into Grand Theft Auto. They're all in insane asylums and stuff. And they got superpowers and whatnot. I think I think a lot of people are going to be harsh on this game. And, I, you know, it is what it is. Um, we'll be playing it over here uh, because I like comic book games. So if a comic book game comes out, I'm, I'm going to play it. And I can play it because I'm also going to think that because of that leak in the courtroom, Sarge, I still think that Suicide Squad comes out on Game Pass. They haven't announced it yet. But, but I think, and, and I'll tell you what, if it does come on Game Pass, um, by that number they put in that document two years ago, uh, it said $250 million if they wanted Suicide Squad day and date. Well, if they did that, that's $3.5 million copies. 3.5 3 million copies at the $70 price tag to cover that. Which means, yep. which means they only have to sell an additional 2.5 to get to that 6 million, okay? For that 6 million mark where maybe they'll be profitable. Now, I don't know if DC has got the same tax as Marvel, okay? But the Marvel tax, we didn't go over this earlier, Sarge, but the Marvel tax, I didn't, I didn't tell you this, right? The Marvel tax, this is the Disney Marvel tax that they have, okay? So Marvel's royalties, okay? Digital games, 9%. I can't, I can't go much further. I got some place I have to be. Okay, so go. that's fine. Digital games, 9% and 18% on net sales. Okay. Physical games, 19% to 26% net sales. DLC is 19% to 26% of net sales. And hardware bundles, 35 to 50% of wholesale bundle price. Calculated as follows. Number of units times wholesale bundle price, acceptable royalties for bundle, acceptable royalty rate for game. Okay. That's the Marvel tax. Okay. Now, I don't know if DC's tax is the same. Maybe it is. It's probably a standard little deal that they have going on. Well, if you if, but if you think about it though, the amount of money that they're taxing it would it be the middleman money if a game was being sold at a game store. Right. That tw that that twenty percent that 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 
that percentage is basically the middleman. Like now people are making 100% profit on their games because they're not selling it through GameStop anymore, right? You just buy a digital copy, right? right? We, we talked about this many times. So a, a, 60, a $60 game, like $18 of it was automatically taken off the top because of the middleman, right? right? So now it's 100%. So now that middleman's back in the form of what you guys are calling the Marvel tax. So right. not a huge deal <clears throat> because, because they already know. They were, they, they've been living with that. They've been living with that tax forever. L says play Spider-Man two. I, I would, but I can't afford a PlayStation at this time because I'm a responsible adult and I have uh, responsibilities. <laughs> so, uh, chapter eight says, uh, how does it work when you buy games? Uh, are you sneezing? Bless you. Uh, when you buy games on steam or Epic or Xbox store, presumably they get a, so all $70 isn't going to the devs. What about steam sales, etc.? Uh, I'm assuming it's a 30% cut. But no, but Steam is less than that. Steam is like 12% or something like that. I forget what Steam charges. Um, I think they're lowest in the rate, right? The, I think the, the terminology is wrong anyway. Whatever they sell the game for doesn't go to the devs regardless. It goes to the company. Right. The, the, the devs are Already called got paid. labor. Yeah. The, right? the, the devs are called labor. Yeah, they're not waiting for the game to sell. Of, the labors are taken out of profits for companies. I don't know what you guys keep talking about. You keep throwing these words around. Right? They're not devs. They're labor. That's what yeah. they're called. De on, de on devs a, on, on a business spreadsheet, it's called labor. Yeah, the devs are, are not waiting. Uh, at least AAA game companies, they're not waiting for the game to sell to go. Oh boy, my, I get to eat I get this my week. Check. Yeah, I get to yeah, eat this week. No. They they get their they get their check, and then the company gets it. Uh, what's it called? Chapter eight. Uh, Epic gets fifteen percent. Steam gets thirty percent. Yeah. Th so is it? Well, does Steam get thirty percent? I thought Steam gave a discount eclipse for for something. <clears throat> Who are you telling to chill? Did we did we say something to uh the, the uh yeah I think it's I think I thought it was less for Steam and I might be getting confused with I know Epic is less than that because they, they give if you sell like a million, I think that goes down to 12% or something. Yeah, so AAA would sell, They, I think it goes down to like 8% at some point, if I'm not mistaken. Or I think of Epic using the Unreal Engine. I forget what it is. I think it's Epic. They go down to like 8% if you use the Unreal Engine and, and whatnot. Because they don't take anything until you sell and you have to sell over a million or something like that. So, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what Suicide Squad does when it comes out in uh, February. They got one more Insider. Uh, next month, I, I'm assuming uh, last month was on the 20th. This month was on the 20th. Uh, and I think next month, the 20th falls on a Saturday. So it probably will come out like the 17th or the 24th uh, next month, just before the game launches on February. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, game Pass gets cash money without even selling a game. Easy 200 mil. That's right, Dolphin. They Microsoft pays, well, each. I, I don't want to say guaranteed because they Phil Spencer said it himself that each deal is each different, different, but they would get money up front. Right. So if yeah. you're, so Epic is losing money on their uh, storefront grow. Uh, so it doesn't, it, it, so does it matter? Uh, they have other ways they're making money now. I mean, there's another thing that they're, they're allowing Epic, adult content Epic, on their Epic stuff. Is not, Epic is not Microsoft though. Epic, Epic is enjoying stupid money based off of the greatest save of all time. Microsoft is a, billion, a trillion dollar company. It's completely different. Chapter 8 says, anyway, uh, the point being, 
uh, it isn't really even seventy dollar multi uh, multiplied by units sold. How they added? I, I said this in the very beginning, uh, Chuck. You probably you probably weren't here. I said when I do the math, it's just rough math. We're not taking out gross, gross numbers. Yeah, we we don't know the the exact percentages or what their budget is or what their uh, what their um, uh, advertisement and stuff is. So when we just do the the hard math, it's just simple seventy dollars times the two points. Obviously. I can I can do more advanced with movies because the movie industry is if it's the budget of the film, then it's the double that of the marketing at like 50 percent, 75 percent up to 100 percent more. So if it's a three hundred dollar million dollar movie, it's going to cost six hundred dollars million to make break even. And then the percentages that go off to China and Ukraine and all these other places that they have different uh, percentages. That's. That's why when someone says, oh, yeah, it's making all this money, it doesn't make that money because they have to take that money out from the theaters and everything once it hits that point. So, um, yeah, so I can't really answer that question for you. So it's just a very generic number when we do the the times plus the uh, the copy sold. <clears throat> oh, I get that. Not a criticism. My tone here is more of uh, cheese and crackers. It's worse than even uh, than it even sounds. <clears throat> yeah. So I can't, like I said, it's always, it's always general because I always get someone in the comment section. Always going, well, you don't know what you're talking about because uh, other people get percentages. And I'm like, yeah, I get that, but I'm not going to sit here and be like a mathematician and and start breaking down exactly because unless someone tells me exactly what the word is. I don't know if you guys ever watched the audit guy on YouTube. He needs to know the exact numbers, right? I'm, I'm, I'm working with just generic numbers here. Uh, and I think that's it. I think we, we covered all the uh, topics that we wanted to cover. It's a good show, Sarge. I think it was a good show. Uh, good last show of the year. Uh, season nine, episode three hundred and seventy-six is in the can. We do appreciate you very much for coming out. I would really appreciate it if you go out and uh, watch one of my other videos on my channel. If you haven't done it already, we have an interview with uh, the Kinger that I did on Tuesday evening. Um, so if you like interviews, I would like to do a lot more of those. So if you guys like that, if it people watch it, gets good reception, then I'll try to reach out to somebody else. Leave it in the comments section. Who do you think I should get to interview? Uh, and talk gaming and stuff with. Uh, if we don't see you uh, next week, I'm I'm off. I'm gonna try to upload stuff for you. But I, I it's Christmas holidays, it's crazy. I'm gonna be traveling. So uh, next week there is no show. This is the last show of the year of 2023 for Generation X Gaming. I will try to go live next week on my mobile phone while I'm down in South Florida. But if I don't do that, I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and uh, we'll see you guys uh, next year. Have a good one. Merry Christmas, guys. Game on. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.